Welcome, everybody, to episode 174 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. American Will. Bori. Today is November 19th, 2014. Uh, today's episode is going to be Assassin's Creed Unity and Halo Master Chief Collection. It's a dual episode. Uh, I think there's going to be some anger during this, this It'll episode. probably be the most negative episode we've ever had. Yeah, just just to tease our, our main segment for a little bit, <laughs> a <laughs> little bit later. I think that's a shock at this point. Right, right. If you, <laughs> if you followed the gaming news, you probably kind of know what's going on. With those two titles, so uh, we'll we'll share our experiences with those so far. Uh, teasers for later on the episode. We're going to be talking about the Mario Kart Eight new tracks, uh, the the DLC, the Link DLC, mm-hmm. uh, Dragon Age Inquisition. I'm going to talk briefly about just because uh, we're going to have an episode on it later. But I want to I wanted to give my initial impressions on it so far. So, uh, what do you, Eric? What do you got to tease for later? Uh, Hyrule Warriors. I, I played nice. Um... Far Cry 4 and Gauntlet on PC, which three of us took part in. Yeah. All right. What about you, Corey? Boy, did we ever, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> All I've got to talk about, other than what's already been spoken for, is this war of mine. Uh, I'm I excited to hear yeah, about that. I can't wait to hear about that, too. I'm excited to talk about it. What about you, Will? Uh, I just have Gauntlet and Hyrule Warriors. Sweet. Okay. Uh, now we're going to get to our main segment in just a moment. We're going we're gonna to talk about our weeks first. I'm going to start with Eric. Eric, how was your week? Uh, good, Dan. I actually have uh, something quite exciting to talk about. I got engaged yesterday. Hey. Hey. What? Well done. Yeah. Good job. I did. Well done, sir. Um, Congrats. I, what? Why <laughs> did nobody tell me this? Because I wanted to do it on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, my God. Dan's the only one that knew, actually, because he kind of helped me. <laughs> yep. Well, he, he didn't kind of help me. He did help me. Uh, I'll try and get through as briefly as I can. Um, yeah, so I went up and talked to my girlfriend's parents uh, last Saturday, I think it was. That's why I canceled Gauntlet, Corey. Oh, okay. Remember I told you it was for a very good reason? I guess that counts, yep. <laughs> yeah. How dare so you? So I went up and uh, talked to her parents that Saturday and got their blessings. And uh, I was trying to think of the best way... To do it, you know, because you want to do something nice and, and memorable. So it just came to me. I don't know why, but I was like, well, I want to take her out to dinner. And we usually go to Dinosaur Barbecue on our anniversary. I was like, well, maybe I'll take her for her birthday. So I just had a thought of, like, it would be awesome if she came home and there was, like, flowers and wine on the table when we got home. And I could just do it that way. And she wouldn't be expecting it all because it was late at night at that point. And she knows that I was going to do it at some point here, but I told her it wouldn't be on her birthday because that was too cliche. Cliche, yeah. So she wasn't expecting it. And I told her that I hadn't got the ring yet or hadn't met with her parents yet and blah, blah, blah. So I got a hold of Dan here and I asked if he'd be willing to help me. And I got uh, a dozen roses, a bottle of wine, a candle, and uh, a nice card, which I wrote a beautiful passage in. 
Well done. And uh, a <laughs> beautiful passage. So we, we went up to dinner at Dinosaur Barbecue, and I, I brought all of the stuff over to Dan's house um, earlier in that day. Took a picture of how I wanted everything set up. I needed a visual reference. I, you know, I didn't <laughs> want to put that kind of pressure on you. Yeah. <laughs> so I took the picture myself, just so you'd know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so we went out to dinner, and I texted Dan as we were about to leave. I said, I'm going to use the restroom, and then we're heading back. And uh, yeah, so we got back and opened the door, and she looks over, and like the candles is just nice and kind of lights everything up. And she's like, When did you do this? So I was like, yeah. Got my ways. So I and had, Dan was passed out on the couch. <laughs> I, I, had, funny, I had clogged your toilet. It's funny you say that because after everything, she's like, "So is Dan still here?" Or? I was like, "Yeah, he's, he's up playing the PC." <laughs> That's a good thought. Um, yeah, so I actually hid the ring up in our jacket closet, which is near the dining room table where everything was set up. So it was perfect because I was like, I'll be putting my jacket away as she's reading her card. I'll just reach in, grab the ring. And when she turned around, my big, dumb, bald head was kneeled before her nice. with a ring. So I, pr- I probably looked a little suspicious going into your apartment. I it thought was, maybe. Well, but... it was like 15 degrees out and I was wearing <laughs> mesh shorts and a flannel jacket. <laughs> with <laughs> flowers? <laughs> with flowers. Like, And I, f- I had to fight with your door because I oh, – I, I, yeah. I, I, you know, it looks Pain's suspicious, balls. I'm sure. Yeah. But, but yeah, everything no, nobody worked cared. out well. It was too cold out. She did say yes. Well done. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're uh, we're actually going to get married in January 2016. Nice. So nice. Congratulations, Eric. The Thanks. only thing you could have done better is if you did it live on the podcast. Yeah. I. Something tells me <laughs> that, that wasn't the best way to do it. Wouldn't go over <laughs> too well. Yeah. So, yeah, that was uh, pretty much my. My excitement for the week. Nice. Yeah, I'm excited. Well done, sir. Thank you. So what, do we want to continue with our weeks, or should we get into the, the meat of the episode? What do you guys yeah, want to Yeah, we got do? all the positivity out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> I've got more negative stuff for my week. We'll, we'll, we'll save it for later, then. <laughs> Might as well. Might as well roll all the shit into Unless one. Unless anybody huh? has anything positive to say right now. I mean. Bills suck. I got nothing. Rangers suck. I, I mean, I could talk about hockey, but I'm just not gonna. Well, I was gonna bring up hockey later, but yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. Let's get into let's get into the main main segment. Uh, let's talk about Assassin's Creed Unity first. Um, AC Unity, huh? AC Unity came out last Tuesday, November. It was November 11th. Uh, multi all the plat the this was the next generation specific one. It was on PS4, Xbox One, PC. Um, I guess it had been in development for like two or three years. Um, Eric, you probably played the most of it. Let's uh, let's yeah. hear your thoughts on it. Uh, I, Eric and Will are the only ones that played it too. Uh, I watched a little bit on Twitch. I watched Eric play, um, so I kind of have an idea of what, what it's about. So, right, go ahead, Eric. What do you, what do you got for us? Um, yeah, I, well, I kind of touched on it a little bit last week towards the end on what I played, and I said that I was actually enjoying what I had played of it. Uh-huh. Uh, kind of went backwards <laughs> from that point okay, on. Okay, you should have given up at that point. Yeah. I should have. That's when I had a positive view of the game. Um, I think I got to memory sequence 7 out of 12, so I got pretty far in. You know, I, I knew what was going on and had a good feel for the game. Yeah. Um, still, the piss-poor control issues. The only thing that I think they improved on is some of the parkour animations looked pretty cool. Okay. Um, and getting down buildings was easier. Yeah. yeah. I had heard that multiple places. Yeah. But other than that... 
was that was the number one thing I noticed when when I because I watched a few of my uh, the people I follow on Twitch playing it like the night before, and then I watched you uh, the day it came out, and that was that was the th- people were still fighting with the controls. Oh yeah, it's it's the same. Yeah. The controls are the same for the most part. Um, if you didn't like the controls before, you're you're still not going to like them. Yeah. Uh, as far as combat controls go, and, and we kind of talked about this off air a little bit, but it it feels very sluggish. Uh, I will say the the parry works well as long as you time it correctly, uh-huh. which can be difficult with the camera when you're surrounded by guys. If you, when somebody goes to strike you, the meter above their head will turn gold, and that's the right time to hit them because it stuns them mm-hmm. and gives you an opportunity to hit back. Um, but sometimes the camera doesn't pan well enough to see everybody around you coming at you and when they're about to strike. So it's, it's very hard. And I found myself a lot of times just hitting circle just because I thought I was going to get hit soon. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And it, and that caused me to get more. Yeah. Um, so the camera during battle did not help at all with the, the sluggishness of the battles. Um, it just felt like when I would go to attack, it was another second before the guy would swing the the sword that was the one of the primary things i noticed when i was watching eric was how slow combat was and i like i I know that's not by the same developer and stuff but i mean you could compare this game to mordor yeah uh mordor is a far superior game combat wise um there's not as much parkour in it so you don't have to worry about that that as much there's you know mostly flat but Mm -hmm. the the combat specifically um obviously was was really well done in in mordor but Still Not the, so much in AC still Unity. Still the same in AC Unity. Yeah, yeah still very much the same and shitty. Um, so I kind of took some notes as I was playing, so I'm going to go down here in chronological order as what came to my mind. There was one mission where I had to assassinate somebody, and I was literally over the top of the guy, and it says assassinate. So I hit assassinate. And you jump past him? No, I killed his bodyguard next to him, uh, which set off a whole shitstorm. Yeah. <laughs> and I, this happened to me three times, Dan. The same fucking thing happened to me three times, and I'm just like, if it says assassinate, and I'm standing directly above the main target of what I'm going for, assassinate that fucker. Yeah. And I know that it highlights the guys, but like when there's... Sometimes it's hard to see. It's hard to see, and there's a lot... There's more people in this game, which is something that they they made a big deal about, and it was so frustrating to me, and I almost rage quit during that mission. And that was pretty early on, but I was getting so frustrated. Yeah. Um, I would have quit in the first, like, 20 minutes, I think. Yeah. Um, There were two instances within an hour of me playing where my character fell through the map, I jumped off of a roof, and as I hit the ground, I just went into this white space, and my guy was just, like, flailing his arms and legs around. He was going to heaven. He was going to heaven. <laughs> he, he killed himself. Or on, hell. On that fall. Where he should go. Right. Um, yeah, so had to restart the game. Oh. Obnoxious. Another time, I ran towards a wall and went right through it and was stuck in this wall glitch. Had to restart the game. Um, very laggy and choppy in parts. Uh, frame rate issues are <laughs> were a big problem with that. Frame Ugh. rate issues. Yeah. Um. While some of the missions were kind of fun, I will say I rated a couple of them because they still have the rating system. I rated a couple of them like four. I don't think I rated any of them five. But most of them, by the end of it, I was so frustrated and pissed off that I rated it like a two. Yeah. Um. 
I will say there were some some of them were fun and I did enjoy a couple of them, but for the most part I was I found myself just getting more frustrated than anything else. Um It told me I had unspent sync points every ten fucking seconds. Yeah, I got that too. There's like how many forms of uh not money. Currency. There's like three, three? four. Yeah. There's sync points, uh the currency that's in the game, which I'm assuming is real life yeah. French money, I don't know where it was at one point. Franks? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think it's Franks. And then the the one that you can Hot use dogs? your microtransactions for. <laughs> oh. So there's all of these different uh, types of currency, and it got so frustrating because it kept telling me that I had unspent currency. I'm like, I'll use it when I damn well fucking please to use it. Yeah. If you can leave me alone. Is, uh, is Assassin's Creed Unity the game with the $100 unlock all? DLC thing? I don't know. I think, I think it I think, is. I think yeah. it's the one with the you can spend a hundred bucks and unlock absolutely everything just right off the get go. Wow, that sounds really fun. Yeah. Um. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I mean, with how bad would you want to play through the whole game to unlock everything? If you're one of those people that have to unlock everything, not that one. I'm not even gonna make it. Through, but the, but then you don't even want you don't want to spend a hundred bucks on it either. No, uh, I did put in here that this, the second assassination in the story missions, the second big assassination you do, was really fun. So I did enjoy that. I don't remember it offhand what it was, but it was fun. Yeah. Um, something that uh, really put me over the edge was this game was when I found out what the first patch was, which was to ensure that your microtransactions would work properly. Of course. <laughs> I was like, with all the problems that I've had with this game, that's the first thing yeah. that they fixed. They, they had to know people weren't going to take that well, too. I mean, that yeah, that is basically that's really ju- that's just bad PR. That's yeah, that's dumb. <laughs> yeah, I said here, first patch was to make sure microtransactions were working properly. Meanwhile, I'm falling through the map. Yeah, like, come on, guys. Um, <laughs> Another complaint I had was I didn't feel like I was making enough of the regular currency uh, doing the main quest to unlock weapons and wardrobes and etc. Um, and I'm sure that if I had done more side quests and assassination stuff, I probably could have made more money, but I didn't want to Yeah. because the game sucks. Yeah, right? um, same way. So, yeah, I just felt like if you only wanted to do the main story, you weren't making enough money. Which led me to believe microtransactions right. was the direction they wanted you to go there. Yeah. But I don't know. How many hours have you played it, do you think? Uh, I played a good chunk. I mean, I was probably between five and ten hours there, okay. somewhere in there. I was going through it pretty quick. And, and we all, I shouldn't say that. There were a few missions that I had to try over and over and over and over. Yeah. Um, the last thing that I wrote was the different types of chests that require you to download their app and different types of accounts I through Uplay and shit. that. Dan, there were, there's three, maybe four different types of chests, and you can't open them unless you have the phone companion I app. I hate that. I went to a blue one, and I couldn't open it, and it was like, you need blah, 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 blah. Before I, like, I realized what was going on, I, when I, I streamed myself playing it the first time, I stood at the map, or at the, the uh, treasure box, hitting the interact button and it's not opening and i'm i'm just like why the fuck is this thing opening what is going on here and i didn't notice a little box saying oh you know log into your yeah you play or whatever it is i don't know whatever they have going on but i was just like god this is brutal yeah 
Because the treasure chests are all over the place, and that was, you know, kind of fun, unlocking treasure chests. And yeah, I don't games. like the whole the, the whole mobile integration thing that they're going for is just, it's terrible. Awful. Yeah, I um, agree. I, I don't care if it wants to add something to the gameplay. Like, there's a few games that do that. Um, but that just to have you unlock a chest through the stupid mobile app, it's obnoxious. Yeah. So uh, my experience with Assassin's Creed Unity is I already traded it in. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay. All right. I was gonna. <laughs> I was gonna right. ask you if you were gonna try and finish it off. But uh, no, 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 sir. That was part of my big trade overhaul that I'll talk about later okay. on. Uh, I got forty three bucks for it, so that's awesome. I wow. ended up only spending. Well, actually, it was free game because I got the. Oh, that's right. Buy two get one free at Target. So. So you made forty three dollars off of it, and that's the only yeah. good thing about it. Yeah. Okay. There were a couple enjoyable things. Yeah. Uh, How graphically, did you, what did you think about the characters? Because I know you kind of like the characters. I really liked uh, Arno at first, uh-huh. and then I just kind of felt like it dropped off. Okay, oh, he really? didn't really seem like a character anymore to me. It was just kind of a guy you were playing. I don't know. See, I, I really liked him, and I'm not as far as you. I played yeah. maybe th- uh, four hours, maybe. So I, maybe, uh, maybe that's the kind of the point where he drops off is is at that point. I liked him a lot at first too, yeah. but it really wore off, and I think a lot of that was just being taken out of the game by all the glitches and uh, the graphical problems and the frustrating nature of some of the missions and yeah, you know yeah. just the, your normal assassin's creed shit yeah i was having a hard time when i was like free running getting caught on literally everything like they have you running through like enclosed dark spaces like through houses and stuff like that and like castles and you can't really see what's in front of you that well and like i kept getting caught on like blocks of stuff and it was yeah. really how, aggravating me how does mordor get that right Mordor in its first game because part of it is a lot of it is just open spaces. You're running through like terrain. Uh, you're not there, there's only a handful of places where there's like a lot of buildings, maybe two, two places where there's a lot of buildings, and all of it's slower. Like they don't make you run a lot through it. You're you know you're planning your your assassinations or you're fighting. Um, and I think that's the difference. Like the Assassin's Creed, there's a lot of chasing going on. Uh, whenever uh, there's a th- chase o- over <laughs> over buildings and and stuff. And in Mordor, if you if you chase someone, it was mostly on flat ground. And fir- I think that's that's uh, and that's what that was my point. I think I talked about that with uh, Black Flag maybe last year. Was yeah, that I remember the, I remember this conversation. The whole mission, the the way they design missions, like it it highlights the the crappy controls <laughs> yeah, and the the crappy uh, uh, optimization in the Assassin's Creed games. Whereas uh, Mordor, you know, it still had its parkour issues, but it didn't feature that as like a gameplay element, you know? Yeah. It did a better job of distracting you from that than Assassin's Creed highlighting the the negative things about its game. Yeah, and like I would say the first few missions there was either you're getting chased or you have to chase after oh, yeah. somebody else. That's how it started. Yeah. I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah. Uh apparently people were getting stuck in hay hay bales and couldn't get out. Which is one of the primary ways you get off of high places is by jumping into a hay bale. Right. You'd think or that hiding. Would, you'd think that would work. Hiding, hiding in yeah. stealth. Yeah, because uh, one of the missions I did, you you can one of the ways you can tackle. I did like um, some of the missions, the bigger assassinations that you do. They tell you there's different ways that you can plot out how you're going to attack them. Yeah, um, there's hidden entrances you can do. There's just different things that you can do. You can sabotage alarm bells, uh, different places to hide. And one of them was you can hide and wait for the your target to come out of where he is. And a couple of the hiding spots were hay bales. It's like, well, what if I get stuck in there? Yeah, I don't want to have to start over exactly. again. Exactly. 
Huh. So. But they fix microtransactions. They're they're fixing the game. Yes. So I will say they did release a second patch to fix some other bugs, and there apparently a third one is coming soon. But those should have been first. Yeah. Not the microtransactions. Well, those should have been fixed before the game even well, came out. I mean, that's a whole that's asking, other. That's asking too much. Yeah. That's a whole other ball that's of wax. Too much. Yeah. Uh, the the there was a good article on Forbes Games about how Ubisoft is the new EA. Um, how they're just releasing bad game after bad game after uh, poor PC port even. Yeah. Um, and they're really pissing off people. Yeah, the thing that turned me off from the game the most so far has been the frame rate. Like, when I'm climbing in certain, like, smaller areas, like, there was one where you're in a cathedral and you have to, like, climb through areas and jump from stuff to get to the other end in a timed pattern before yeah. something, like, goes like goes away. And it was lagging so bad, like, I couldn't get to it in time. So I had to, like, turn it off and restart uh, it. There's no I, – I complain about 30 frames per second. I couldn't do with all the frame rate slowdowns. Oh, you yeah. hate it. Dan, would, you would have fucking hated this game. Yeah, that's what, I, <laughs> that's what I said. I watched a little bit – like, I watched a little bit on Twitch, like, the night before it came out, some of the people I follow. And I knew I wasn't going to like it. And then I watched Eric play, and I was like, yeah, there's not the, – I'm not even going to play it. Because I, I was going to borrow it from one of you guys to – to give I it didn't a shot. want to put you through that. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. But I'm, I'm not even going to bother with it. Yeah, I wanted to like it so bad. That's why I waited what, to play it. What's your plan? I mean, you have so many games to play. Like, why with would you spend far- time playing Assassin's Creed? I've got, right now, I'm going to play it Far Cry, Little Big Planet, Dragon Age, Smash Brothers is coming out. Like, I've got to play Child. I've got to play through all the games that, like, I just haven't played. Yeah. When I was Someone else has to play Divinity before the year's over. I, yeah, I want to play Divinity. Is that on your. No, Corey has I, it. I have it too. Oh, okay. Will has. It. I'll I'll download it. And I should. It I world. should play one of your guys's copies. I never even thought about that. Yeah, that's. I'm trying to play through everything. So I'm. I don't know if I'm gonna have the time. I think I did already download it. Oh, okay. I went through both your Steam libraries and downloaded a few games I knew I wanted to try. Okay. So sounds good. So, any other thoughts on Assassin's Creed? What do they need to do? I mean, obviously the controls and not release a buggy game. Do you think they need to get away from the yearly releases? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think. need that game every year. Yeah. Every other year. I really only needed that game once, and it came out last year. I think it could be a good franchise. Yeah. Like, Black Flag was great. Black, Black Flag was and great. And Assassin's Creed 2 was really good. Yeah. Again, like, I think Black Flag is just more conducive to their their gameplay. Yeah. You know, it's a little more open. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Ro- Rogue got, like, worse reviews than Unity, but Rogue, in <laughs> like, I want to play that one. More uh, well, at least it has the naval combat. Yeah, that's exactly why. <laughs> yeah, and one of the one of the things I read about about the Assassin's Creed, you know, the, the franchise in general, was that Black Flag added this new element, and Unity kind of took it away, but didn't put anything to replace it. So all the all the focus uh, is back on the on the bad controls and the bugginess of it. Yeah. Whereas you know, Black Flag, the ship combat works so well. It kind you know, it, there was the, those things were still there. Um, but it kind of took away from from that, right. you know. Um, what the hell was I going to say? Oh, the the graphics. It does look really good. Yeah. You know when it when it's running correctly, it looks really good. Yeah. Um, but it's just, I don't know. It was a, it was a shit storm. Yeah. <laughs> it's too bad too because they really had an, an opportunity to yeah to, to make a make a splash with that. You know, and this yeah. game is beautiful too to play. Yeah. It looks awesome. Yeah. When it's not lagging or dropping frames and it's just all that fun stuff. I, there were a couple times I just caught myself saying, wow, that looks so good. Yeah. yeah. 
And then I fell through the map. Right. <laughs> and it took you out of it. And, and then like, you had to restart it. What is this white screen? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I, and I played it when they put out at least one patch after the microtransactions, and I still was kind of mm, on good. it. And I wanted to like it really bad. I might play it again when... When things settle down. Yeah. For Game of the... Well, not Game of the Year. Thummies. For the Thummies. Right. Where exactly it's going to fit. But... Yeah, I mean, uh, probably not biggest disappointment because you probably weren't expecting much out of it. No, I wasn't. The biggest disappointment is what we're going to be talking about next for me. Oh, okay. Right there with you, Will. All right, well, <laughs> well on that teaser, let's let's talk about Halo the Master Chief Collection. Now, this is Halos 1 through 4, uh, all the multiplayer maps and, and whatnot, uh, with the anniversary editions of both Halo 1 and Halo 2, like all the graphics remastered and stuff, and then Halos 3 and 4, I think, as they were when they came out on the yep. 360, right? That is correct. Okay. Uh, Let's hear about it. Well, what's, your, what's your experience? I know, uh, well, Dan, again, I some troubles. wish I could have had much experience with it. <laughs> as you know, if you listen to this podcast, I mostly play multiplayer, so yeah. that, that's what I was most excited for. Well, yeah, all the, um, all the maps like yeah. f- available from the first Halo, the, you know, all the multiplayer maps yeah. and stuff. And, I mean, it's nostalgic for me from playing Halo way back in the day in Jared's basement and, mm-hmm. and all that. But um, So my favorite game type is SWAT, which is uh, headshot only, one hit, one kill. And Will and I tried to fire up, what, day after release? Yeah. Somewhere around there. And we were sitting in the lobby, like, just waiting and waiting and waiting to get into a game. And I think probably overall, we've probably waited in the lobbies for... I don't know. We've only played together like six games. But but three of those were in one sitting after they got things ironed out a little bit. Yeah, and like maybe we've played probably together five hours and we've played six multiplayer games together. Which last ten minutes? Ten minutes probably. Like then we like I'm not counting the campaign that me and Eric did together even. Yeah. So yeah, so we mostly had our time spent sitting in lobbies or trying to fuck around getting our party system to work. Yeah, the thing is, is like when me and Eric are in a game, like, and it's not like putting us into a game, like we're just sitting in a lobby, like we don't want to back out because we're not sure we're going to be in a party together, and it's right. the darndest thing trying to get back into a party. <laughs> yeah, because if I back out, Sad. next thing you know, Will's name doesn't show up on my roster list of people that I can bring back in. And it's like... I think I've killed the app 15 times. Oh, yeah. You that, gotta kill it. See, that boggles my mind. And I, we talked about this in our in our, our podcast chat, that that stuff works so well on the 360. It was never an issue, like, the the, the, the party party mm. system and group system. Yeah. It all works so well. And what's... I don't oh, know what the disaster. issue is. What's different? I, I don't know. It's bad. Is that a th- the Xbox One thing, or is that a, a Halo thing? I think thing? that's a Halo thing, but the Xbox One thing isn't great either okay. the party yeah i've had a lot of issues with the party i don't know if this might ended up being horrible or it's microsoft it's clunky you got to jump through three four five hoops to get a party going yeah mm. and even then like sometimes you get in and you can't hear the other person so you have to back out and do it again yeah wow um yeah so uh will and i played six matches like he said uh some of the issues we ran into were uh, it just being kind of shitty in general. Um, one game was matched up seven versus three instead of five versus five, which I, 
<laughs> or even six versus four. Yeah, <laughs> even that. A little closer. Seven v three. Yeah. Uh, Will and I were on different teams almost every, every time we played, <laughs> except for once, I think. Yeah. Like, if I'm playing a game with my friend, I'd like to play on his team. Yeah. Even though it is kind of fun to play against each other, but you know, yeah. You usually that's not what you're looking for. Right? Yeah. And I swear to God, like every game we got into was on Halo One or Two graphics, like. I wanted to see the Halo 2 anniversary graphics, or Halo 4 didn't see it. Everybody I'm, was picking the old graphic maps. Yeah, and I was like, God dang it. I was getting so angry because I didn't want to do the old graphics maps yeah. at all. So, and then uh, one of the big problems that we were having is that it wasn't counting all of our kills. Yeah. Like, you'd know how many kills you had. You'd get, like, a double kill, triple kill. And next time you'd look, you'd still be at the same amount of kills, which affects the outcome of the yeah, game. Yeah, and, yeah. And affects your your kill death if you're into that whole thing. And you know, you I, know, I was playing after you left. I played another game on I think it was Battle Creek, so and I sorry. I threw a grenade and I got a double kill, and I knew how many kills I had, and I went and checked, and I still had the same amount of kills. And I was like, and then after that, I bashed a guy and I hit him, and he wasn't dead, but he fell through the map. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like. What? There was All one right. time that Will came up behind me, hit me in the back of the head, which should kill you, and it didn't, <laughs> and he ran past me because of it, and I bashed him in the back of the head and killed him. <laughs> wow. Which was great for yeah, me. Yeah. I got a kick out of it. I actually was like, <laughs> what? But, you know, like, yeah. if you're playing by yourself and it didn't happen to one of your buddies, it's like, fuck this game. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. I took all my sweet-ass time crossing this map and sneaking up behind somebody who's pistol sniping. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about that. Halo 1, everybody's pistol That's sniping. That's all everybody was doing. I'm sure. That was one of my favorite things to do in oh, Halo well, 1. Oh, yeah, me too. It's fantastic. Uh, but it just doesn't feel tight. It just doesn't It doesn't feel like Halo used to feel to me, okay. which blows. The whole package together is such a fuck-up. I don't know how they managed to do such a poor job with this game. Yeah. Like, I don't know. They must have rushed it out just because it's the big thing for Xbox One. They wanted to get it out before Christmas. Yeah, but As I said, people that were at Gamescom and PAX and stuff like that said that the playable demo that people were playing together, like, it would crash and they'd, like, have to fix it and spend hours trying to fix it to get it running. Yeah, see, I never never heard any of that stuff. Yeah, I was reading that on Reddit that people were there, and they said it's a miracle that, like, the game, they put it out, and it's semi-running. I have a question for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's clear there's a lot of issues, server issues and all that kind of stuff. Right. All that stuff aside, do you... Do you think playing this game, you'd be like, oh, this is great, this is Halo, or do you think you'd be like, well, my remembrance of Halo is better than the game plays today? Here's my issue. I was going to get to this. Uh, Like I said, my favorite game type is SWAT. It's the Mm -hmm. only one I'm good at. I suck at regular Halo, like pretty bad. Yeah. Frustratingly bad at it. Um, So in order to improve the matchmaking, they removed three or four map or match types. And SWAT was one of the ones they removed. Right. I'm sure they'll put it back in, but they took the only one that I enjoy playing because it's the only one I'm good at off of something that had already pissed me off to the extent that this did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, this is this is just total fuckery. And if, if it didn't have the Halo name attached to it, I would have traded it in already. Right. Yeah. It's been that bad. 
Like, yeah. where I want to get rid of it, like I did with Unity. So, like, the only game type that we wanted to play, we got stuck playing Halo 1 and 2 graphics <laughs> on Team Slayer, and it just wasn't fun. And, Corey, I gotta tell you, I don't know if it holds up. Yeah. I, I really don't think it does, to be honest. But I think I, a lot of that I, is I me being bad that. at it. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and th- I mean, they've refined the Halo formula over the years. You yeah. know, Halo Four was so good, tight. You know, it was it controlled really nicely. Yeah. So, I mean, that's pro- got to be part of it. Yeah. yeah. And like they said to play the campaign right for right now. So while like they're ironing out the server issues, but like even the campaign's not working. Like my friend, I told him they've been having a lot of issues. Uh, Tom and Johnny. So I had my friend Tom text me a list of all the issues that they had. <laughs> so I got them. Oh. <laughs> and they said Frozen got kicked to the menu most of the times, especially on the last mission of the Halo 2 campaign. Uh, extreme lagging in some situations. A ton of bugs that prevented them from completing missions. Uh, and then they had one where their games weren't synced. My friend Johnny went to go eat dinner real quick and he went back up. And what happened is the game was displaying what Johnny was doing on Tom's game different and what Tom was doing and Johnny's was different. So, like, if Johnny was shooting in his game, he wasn't doing it in Tom's. So they had to ride a gondola through there. So, like, they had to coordinate how they were playing. So, like, Tom would be at the start of the mission and Johnny would be going on the gondola because they weren't synced up. Okay, so so, he just, so Tom was like two minutes behind what Johnny was doing? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, basically. So like, like while, while they're going through the gondola, Tom stood still and they had Johnny was telling him when the flood was attacking him to swing his sword. And that was the only way they could get through it. And they're on Legendary, <laughs> which me and Eric were playing Legendary. It's not easy. It's, Holy shit. No, it's, it's hard. frustrating as hell. Will and I were getting our asses throttled. <laughs> yeah, on the second mission of Halo 1. And they, and they said Halo 2 is unbelievably hard. Usually, in a game like that, I have a problem where I like to rush in and just start a firing. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me tell you, Can't. that does not work. <laughs> and Halo Legendary. Yeah. See, I beat, I think, Halo 1, 2, and 3 on Legendary. I don't know if I ever beat Halo 4 on Legendary. <laughs> and the thing is, is, like, I've done it on Halo 3 with four people. So, right. like, it's pretty easy with four people. Because, like, one guy can just hang back and the three can do the combat and take out everything. Yeah. In Halo 1 and 2, you can only do two people. Okay. So, like, it's really hard. And for the games to not be synced up right so they can't, like, play at the same time through, like, one of the hardest missions in Halo 2. I remember that mission. It was not easy. So, like, that... that really? Needless to say, last week was a terrible week for video games. Yeah. Really bad. I was so frustrated. Thank God for this week. Yeah. yeah. This week. This <laughs> week it was a, a little bit of... A lot of bit of a saving oh, grace. God, yes, it was. Well, I mean, let's talk about that. Like, that, that's... Obviously, these two games are not the only games that have come out with issues. Drive Club uh, still is kind of unplayable. I guess it's better, but still, still unplayable. Uh, I pl- I tried to play Watch Dogs uh, on my computer. Uh, it came out in May, uh, and it still is unplayable for me. I lowered the graphics as far as you could lower them, and I there's still driving lag, which should not happen. I don't. I have a GTX 760 graphics card on my computer. Like uh, I, games like uh, Titanfall Day One came out. It ran perfectly. Yeah. Destiny. Uh, Destiny ran well. Destiny ran perfect on PS4. Yeah. Um. What What else? Uh. Dark Souls 2. I played uh, from day one. Ran perfectly on my computer. This game is like six months old and it still it won't run. It's it's it was awful. So, yeah. I mean, it, uh, what, it's frustrating. And do you think that they do this because they know that they consoles pretty much now are always online? Right. Do you think they know that they have that? 
buffer. Saving grace that it's always online and they can just put a patch, patch out for you to, to fix it at some point. So they're like using that to, I guess, what they think is their advantage. I don't know. I don't know why they would possibly put these games out in these yeah. conditions. I don't. And, you know, there, there's one – it's one thing, too, to have, like, online issues. Like, I, I, th- those are not good, but they're understandable. You know, you the, all the people that are playing uh, the Master Chief Collection, you know, they're probably going to run into some online trouble. Uh, but the, the control issues that uh, the Assassin's Creed has, I, that to me, that's inexcusable. Um, th- those things obviously were – you know, when they were testing the game and stuff, were stuff that people should have picked up on. Yeah, it's, right. it's, it should have been addressed before the game came out. It's baffling they both all passed uh, QA. Yeah, they apparently came out and said something about how they're going to change their strategy with their games now, and they're going to put more betas and whatnot out to test things. I think I saw that. Uh, I think part of the issue is the pressure from the publishers. You know, the developers know the type of game that they're making and and what it's going to look like on release day and. And, you know, they could throw up all the red flags they want, but at the end of the day, it comes down to the publishers and they say, you we're hitting this release date, you know, I don't care what shape the game is in. Um, that's not really up to the, to the developers. So I think for a developer to come out and say, you know, or even a, a publisher to say, we're going to change the way we develop games and have betas and stuff like that, like that's building in an opportunity to stress test, which I think is smart these days, you know, it, it might help waylay some of those issues. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in my opinion, the Halo Master Chief Collection, in my opinion, was broken. I wouldn't say Assassin's Creed Unity was broken, because I could at least play it. Yeah, I'm with Will. There was an entire portion of the Master Chief Collection that you could not play, and even the campaign part that was running... I mean, I just read off all the issues. Like, there were still a lot of yeah, problems crazy. with it. They, they've created a whole list of problems that people have had with Halo, and it was last I knew it was over 300. Bugs, bugs, and whatnot. That's, oh my god! That's un, that's inexcusable. I it think. is for that game especially. Yeah, this is like how shitty is Microsoft looking at this point? Like, yeah, they had. We talked about this. They had the holidays by the balls, by the balls. Little Big Planet Three was Sony's big first party exclusive. Yeah, I mean, come on, you yeah. you were working with Halo. Which is arguably, maybe not arguably, the best franchise in video games. Yeah. And you totally fucked it up. Yeah. And the problem is, is because it's Halo, it's getting, like, the, it's okay, it's okay, like, type of thing. Yeah, it's getting apologists. Yeah, instead of a bit, like, one of my friends, once again, Tom got in a fight with somebody in a match saying that it's unacceptable for games like Assassin's Creed and Halo for that to happen, and the guy was defending Halo. How can you, as a consumer... Who spent $60 on a game and however much you spent on your console, how can you sit there and see this shit going on and be okay with it? Yeah. yeah. I, I can't. I'm not okay with I it I can't either. be. Especially because i got to pay for a wedding now. Right. <laughs> I hear you. It's like, I need this shit to work. And like, it, it, it's really too late after you bought the game to send the developer a message by not buying the game because you already exactly. bought it. And, you know, with... With with this one, like the the did the reviews come out beforehand for Master Chief Collection? Yeah, that's why all of them got they like getting, nines. They were getting good reviews. Yeah, yeah. Polygon docked it from like a nine point five to an eight. I'm like, only an eight, really, eight. because of the online issues afterwards. Yeah, because obviously they didn't have those issues right. when when they played the test copies of the right. game. Yeah, how the fuck is it still an eight? 
we've often talked about polygons reviewing. Well, yeah, but few, I don't. A few publications go will go back and edit a review. They did that for like was it SimCity? Uh, a couple of them went from whatever score they had down to like a four or whatever. Oh, yeah. and that's fine. But I'm just wondering how they can justify that Halo is still an eight. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. When, and it, when it's when like Will said, it's it's, it's broken. I legitimately don't know if I'm going to play it again. Yeah, I mean, it had its time where I was going to play it, but, like, with everything coming out, and, like, the games I'm most excited for were this week of games in Smash, which is coming out Friday. Friday like, yeah. I'm not... And I noticed with the Smash reviews, a lot of people weren't putting up their reviews or scores because they are waiting for the online. The online, yeah, testing and the online. I was like, well, that's probably because of Halo. Yeah, Halo and... Uh uh, uh, Drive Club, yeah, with their all their online stuff too. So, well, that's that's also. I mean, that's kind of a good thing too. Is uh, even the the games coverage outlets are evolving. Yeah, but you know, at the very least, like Smash Brothers, the 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 offline will it will work and it will work perfectly. Yeah, you know, you can, right. You can pretty much bank on that from Nintendo. Yeah, but. I'm pretty much banking on Smash not yeah. being below a 90 on Metacritic. Yeah. Um, to your guys' point, like what other what other industries release a product that is as broken as video games and get away with it? I actually thought about that, and I really couldn't think of something. Yeah, because it's not as bad as like a shitty movie. No. You know? <laughs> yeah, I don't. At least you can watch the whole movie. You know? Right? Yeah. You still you still get the movie. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, don't think there is if, an industry that you bought a car or something. A lemon. <laughs> yeah. These video games are lemons. Well, yeah. and in the car industry, there's warranties, so you just bring it in, you have them fix it until it's fixed. You know, yeah. With a video game, you really don't have much recourse except hoping that the developer pushes out patches that fix everything. Watch Dogs on PC still. I mean, I have high high standards. I need to have a smooth frame rate. Same. Um, but when I'm running it on the lowest graphic settings on on PC and the driving is still laggy, there's no reason for it. You no. know. No. It's it's it, so frustrating, and it really brought my whole mood down last week. You know, you get excited for shit like this as a gamer when it's uh, the the fall season. It's of our games. Christmas, exactly. And also to that point, Eric, I forget. Uh, I was reading somebody on Kutaku wrote was writing an article complaining about this kind of stuff, and he said, "When when I buy a game, I want to play it. Then I don't want to wait for it to get better." And to that's play it. where I'm at with Halo. Yeah. That's yeah. why at this point I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to play that game again because now I've got. Uh, Far Cry, Dragon Age, Grand Theft Auto Five again, and a new computer, <laughs> a new computer, and Smash Brothers, Hyrule Warriors, out. Hyrule Warriors. You got I have stuff to play. Three hundred games to play on Steam if I want to. Yeah, like why am I gonna go back and play Halo that burned me so hard when I wanted to play it so badly? Yeah, yeah. Oh, but just wait, Eric. Just, <laughs> just wait. Give it some time. Uh, and we, we didn't even talk about. We talked a little bit about last week, but the the reviews for uh, Assassin's Creed, the the review embargo that didn't go up until twelve hours after the actual game release. I was actually just gonna bring that yeah, up. Well, go and, ahead. Well, I was gonna say like the thing that sucks about that is like if they knew that the game had issues and stuff like that. And granted, it's some people's fault with being you know impulsive and wanting to buy the game and not want to wait for the reviews, but for them to not let the reviews go up, yeah. like, when the game comes out. And they used a BS excuse, like, uh, they wanted to, they wanted people to see how the online worked. Yeah. Which, I mean, who really buys the Assassin's Creed game at day one to play the online? No. Who buys it to play it at any point? I mean... I never even touched the online on any of those games, because I don't care about I'm that. an online not, gamer, and yeah. I never touched it. Exactly. I mean, having played it, it's, it's fun. For, I'm sure it is. It's like novelty fun. Yeah. I'm it's sure it is. not something like you're going to play a lot. Yeah. 
It's fun like for like playing it one time, actually, I would say. <laughs> really. And Ubisoft's their statement for that was we're going to we're going to look into and review our how did they word it? It was so it was such a PR refined BS excuse like we're going to instead of saying, you know, we're going to be better about not releasing a buggy product, it was we're going to be better about the rev- I don't know. I Proving can't. your experience as a consumer. No, it, it had to do with Ubisoft the, product. It had it had to do with the reviews. Right? We're gonna we're gonna yeah we're gonna review our policy on on review embargoes is, right. is basically what they said rather than saying we're you know we're not gonna release a buggy game we're we're gonna be better about not releasing well, a buggy game. Some of the review uh, big review places said they're not gonna re- uh, take review copies anymore from them if they're going to make them embargo them like that. Yeah. yeah. Because I, I'm, we talked about this last week, but I, I don't see how you can have – like I get the review embargo. It, I, I don't like it, but I understand it. Um, once the consumers can get their hands on the game, I'm sorry, but the review embargo should be over with. Oh, yeah. And the thing is, like I was sitting there at the computer waiting for the reviews to go up. The Dragon Age reviews were up already like a week, a week early, early yeah. and they were killing it. Because they so, knew they made a great game. So then like I'm sitting here waiting for the Assassin's Creed ones and they come out and they're horrible. I'm like – When they finally come out 12, after, 12 hours after the game came out. Exactly. It was ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, we, like, and we're not even as reliant on reviews as some people are because we we kind of have a good idea of what games we want to get yeah. and what we're getting into. But some people are really reliant on those review scores, and you know, if if they, if they get screwed over by that, you know, it's not it's not right. I'm sorry for everybody who bought Halo and Assassin's Creed and tough week. Yeah, <laughs> it was a tough week. Brush it off, guys. Yeah. So we're not usually this. Negative. No, we generally like things, but we also like to be able to play things. Well, so and we, have, we... You have to be able to play We it. give you opinions as consumers. Yeah. And if you ask me, I'm going to tell you don't buy either of those games. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, I also thought of another excuse that they were using for the Halo, that it's four games in one. Was the I don't fucking care. That's, that's what you marketed, and that's what you're putting out. <laughs> exactly. Like, if you can't do it, then don't fucking do it. Yeah, yeah wait. Give, give it time. Wait. I'd be fine buying it in December. Yeah. My God, I'd wish they'd have pushed it back till March if that helped. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, I'd rather get a game later that I can play and enjoy than get a game now that I can't even play. Or you get, uh, you could have the Drive Club route where it's delayed a year and still doesn't work when it comes out. <sighs> that's 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 embarrassing. I think. It is embarrassing, and you know my console argument has completely gone out the window. Oh yeah, that it's buggier than PC gaming. Well, that, that used to be it. That used to be. I it. was a console gamer because yeah. I didn't have to worry about, about bugs putting and, a disc in yeah. and the game works. That's that's right out the window. It's funny that you say that it's because I had seen that a few other places yeah. sprinkled throughout uh, like comment threads yeah. and stuff. Yeah, at least with a broken PC game, somebody will, some fan will come around and patch fix it. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you won't have some fan coming around with their microtransaction patch first thing. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Don't worry. Your microtransaction will still work. You could drop a hundred dollars and unlock everything now. You already paid us sixty bucks for this steaming pile. You got any more change rolling around those pockets? Have you? Uh, how yeah. long till it's a uh, microtransaction to fix a glitch? Oh my god! I don't. I would never buy that. I would. Yeah, I would give up on gaming then. I would just. I would just play what I already have. Give up on life at that point. Yeah. But Dan, fix the frame rate stutter. Only four ninety nine. Oh my god! <laughs> That's horrible. Uh, don't want to run through walls anymore. Three ninety nine, <laughs> or you can just buy the season pass. Ninety nine, ninety nine. Season glitch pass. 
<laughs> I love it. I wouldn't uh, put it past Ubisoft at this point. No. They're the new EA. Yeah. They really are. They deserve any shit anyone wants to throw at them at this point. <laughs> it's a I lot think. of shit I'm willing to throw. Yeah. But, Child of Light was so good. Child, I know. Far Cry 4 looking I damn looking good like to it's this good. point. Yeah. I, I know you guys didn't like it as much as me. I liked Valiant Hearts. Yeah. Eh. It was okay. Eh. I didn't like either of those games. You didn't like Child of Light? I was indifferent. Huh. I, I was not Child impressed was enough awesome. to play it more than once. I really liked Child of Light. I did too. I want to play it again. Uh, it's one of the games I got to go back. Even though I am enjoying Far Cry 4, I have heard, I've only experienced one. But I've heard it's a little buggy too. Cliff, yeah. either come in or PC Sorry, guys, port is my dog. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, I've heard the PC port is not is not great, but that's kind of almost expected at this point from Ubisoft. They've they're just bad with the with yeah. PCs. So sure. But anyway, uh, moving on yeah, from all that negativity. Let's move on. Uh, let's move on to our weeks. I, I've got some decent things to talk about. I guess. Yeah, baby. Um. For the first one, the wife bought Desolation of Smog Extended Edition on oh. Blu-ray, so I'm gonna watch that as soon as as soon as I can. I want to watch it within the next month before the the next the last Hobbit comes out. I wouldn't mind borrowing that. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. Can I borrow that from you uh, over Thanksgiving? Possibly. Well, I mean, I have to watch it first. I don't know. How long is it gonna to take you it. to watch it, I, man? <laughs> at nighttime, after the kids go to bed, we play video games. So w- w- movie's not the first thing on our. Corey, you wipe your fucking mouth. <laughs> I can't take it. <laughs> You've got food on your face, you silly goose. Sophie brought me dinner. Oh, what'd that you get? Nice uh, BMT from. Su- it was funny because I was like, Subway. "Will you bring me dinner?" And she's like, "What do you want?" And I was just like, "I don't know. Just like go to a Subway and grab me a sub." And she's like, "I'm literally right out in front of a Subway. Perfect. Like right as I said that." There you go. So she brought me a BMT. Nice. Good choice. So yeah, Desolation of Smog. I've heard it's not as good as the first one. We'll see when we get there. Oh wait, I liked it. I haven't seen the first one. Oh, you haven't seen the first one? No. Goodness you should watch Eric. the first one. It's really good. Yeah, I should. We have the first one too. On oh, okay. Blu- Blu-ray, uh, extended edition too, yeah. of course. Uh, the, the next thing, there's a TV show coming out soon that I'm actually going to watch. Believe it or not, it's a ne- Netflix original series called Ooh. Marco Polo. Girl, that's oh. good. It's about Marco Polo's uh, travels to Kublai Khan's court of the Mongols. Uh, it looks really good. Looks really uh, scenic, I guess. Good, good camera, camera work. Um, and it's a Netflix original, so it's going to come out all at once, which I love. And they they have not let me down. Yeah, on their originals. Yep, either. I've heard all the originals are oh, are yeah. good. Uh, it looks fantastic. Uh, I think it's coming out. It's either December fifteenth or December twelfth. Nice. So I will. I'm actually going to watch. TV show, I guess, for the first time in quite a while. Something wow. new. It'll be your program. It will be my program. <laughs> if only you had recommendations for TV in the last three years. Um, I mean, yeah, you've recommended stuff to me, but <laughs> it's always anime though, or Game of Thrones. I mean, I would want. I, I want to have my own program. <laughs> and now he know? does. And now Cor- I do. only thing Corey ever recommended was Sword Art Online. Sao. I watched That's an episode. Bad, scary. That's not true. Uh, and then my last thing, uh, I went to the midnight release for Dragon Age, uh, and I've got to give the GameStop and credit, uh, GameStop and Vestal credit. Uh, much better experience there my, in my three or four times that I've been there than I ever had at the one, uh, at least in recent times that I had at the one in Johnson City that we would usually go to. Uh, I didn't get any aggressive sales pitches. 
Um, the people that I talked to, like the 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 woman that I talked to when I went to pre-order Dragon Age, was like super excited about Dragon Age, and we talked about it for a few minutes. Yeah. Um, and, and that and that was nice. They didn't try to sell me a, a, a season pass for. It. <laughs> I I don't think there is one, but. Uh, after the, the, the treatment I got when I didn't want to buy the season pass for Destiny, I don't think I'll ever go on that one again. Yeah. Yeah, that was awful. The manager there at the Vestal GameStop was awesome. Yeah, no, everyone, there, everyone there was cool. Yeah. Uh, twice when I went in there, uh, they, the people behind the counter complimented my T-shirts. Oh, really? Yeah, and so we started up a conversation about my T-shirts both times. Like, no one ever did that. Like, one of the times I went into the one in Johnson City – uh, I had a bunch of st- games to trade in. I had my two kids with me. I was kind of battling them. The guy said, like, two words to me the entire time I was in there. It was, like, ten minutes yeah. of me trading in games. He was, he couldn't have been more of a douche. Yeah. Um, but the one in Vestal's a lot better. Yeah. I do like those people way better. Yeah, that, I like that one way more. That's the only GameStop I'll ever go to. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's all I've got. I did have one other thing for my week. What's up? Uh... I also went to the Vestal GameStop and mm-hmm. uh, overhauled my, my trade-ins. I traded in my PS3, all my PS3 games, Assassin's Creed Unity, uh, Destiny, and Sunset Overdrive. Um, I ended up getting enough to pay for four new releases. So That's fantastic. Yeah, I, I had Dragon Age and Far Cry and Smash Brothers pre-ordered, and since I had another 60 bucks to use, I said, fuck it, I'll just get GTA mm-hmm. and try that again, because I liked it. Yeah. And might as well try the first-person mode yeah. for the yeah. podcast. I've heard that's least. cool. Yeah, I haven't tried it yet. I've been just playing Far Cry, so... Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I was excited about that. I actually got two bucks left over too. Wow! <laughs> Which you used to buy coffee. I did. I went next door at Starbucks and got a coffee. Yeah, I went in Starbucks too, and uh, there was a, probably eight or ten people in there, and probably eight or ten people on MacBooks writing their novels. Oh god! <laughs> did they have all have uh, thick dark glasses on? There's a few. There's a few. Uh, but Working seriously, uh, yeah, I, I walked in and I looked over on the left and it was the glowing Apple logo on everyone's laptop that was in there. There was like one dude that was reading a book and there was someone that was just sitting there having a coffee. But there was seriously eight or ten people with MacBooks in there. <laughs> you should have got a picture. I, I tweeted it, actually. I said something like uh, went and start because it was the first time I had ever been in a Starbucks. Uh-huh. Um, and I said the the ratio of people to MacBooks is damn near one to one. <laughs> I was I was like baffled uh, by that, but uh, but then it made me think of that. I don't know I don't know what what comedy troupe it was, but it was people. They kind of recorded it uh, with, with them taking their whole desktops into a Starbucks <laughs> to, to like type and stuff, and they use like an old CRT heavy beige monitor. <laughs> <laughs> they had the computer in like a suitcase, and they were asking where that where they could pl- where the Ethernet cables were that they could plug into their computers. <laughs> <laughs> Made me think of that. It was silly. That's good. I gotta watch that. It was good. What do you got, Will? Uh, the only thing I have is hockey to talk about. Uh, we Dan- had some feedback about hockey. Did we? They wanted to know about the Rangers and Penguins. Oh boy. Oh, the call. I don't know. Said there was some events in that or something rather. Yeah. Well, if he's talking about what I think, uh, Dan Boyle in the shootout uh, went to go. He made a move and he hit the post with the the stick and then it hit his stick again and it counted as a double hit. But they counted as a goal in the game, like officially. So like all the players were in the locker room. Mark Andre Fleury said he had all of his gear off. 
Uh, and Crosby came back out, and they're like, yeah. And he had to wave everybody back out onto the ice. So the wow. game continued. And then I forgot who it was scored. And then, oh, Sutter. And then uh, Rick, Sutter. Rick Nash didn't. So the Penguins ended up winning the game that the Rangers had originally won. Hmm. Whatever. I'd say at that point you let it go if everyone was gone. Yeah, I prefer they get the call right. Yeah, because if they didn't, then it's the whole like. Well, yeah, and I get that, but at the same time, like sometimes when they when they like mess up a call, once they do the next face off, mm-hmm. it's it doesn't matter anymore. You know. Yeah, that, yeah that I don't know how that how that whole part played out. Like, who was it that said that's not a legal goal? Yeah, if maybe maybe where Toronto it came from maybe, and when it came. it was Toronto. Maybe Toronto called later on, like after after the the on ice refs had called it a goal and everyone left. Toronto's like, uh, no, I don't think yeah. so. I mean, we killed them what five nothing the game before. Yeah, was, sure did. That was so. not good to see. Meh. Nashville, Dan. I know <laughs> nine two. Na- Nashville lit up uh, Toronto last night nine to two. I felt bad though for Toronto's goalie, especially Reimer. <sighs> the Toronto's just so bad. They're I, so bad. I single handedly don't like like half the Canadian teams because of how annoying their fan bases get. Mm-hmm. Like they're tweeting. There's a few people throwing jerseys on the ice after during last night's game. Again? Yeah, like like a $200 hockey sweater. Just throw throw it on the ice. <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> I know. I would never do that. Never. I'd, I'd burn it at the very very least. Gregor Wyshynski made this point. He's like if they win two games, they're planning their parade route for the Stanley Cup, but like when they lose two games, it's they're the worst team in the league. And he says they're just an average team. It's not they're, Yeah. They're they're fine. They're best. They've got Phil Kessel who scores goals, and yeah. everybody's on Dion Frenu for defense all the time. And like people were tweeting Reimer's girlfriend or wife or whatever. Like, come on! Like yeah. you're not gonna tweet Reimer. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna tweet his girlfriend. Well, or, let's be fair, Will. They did lose to the Sabers. <laughs> that's, that's actually where the Reimer hate started. They got whooped by the Sabers. They did. They got their asses whooped up on by the Buffalo Sabers, who are the worst team in the league. If you want to see, a, uh, do they have the worst record now officially? I don't know. I can look. I know they were close last time I checked. If you want to see a funny video, watch the Steve Dangle uh, watching the highlights live because he didn't know the, the result of the game. He watched the highlights live of that game. There's some pretty funny moments in it. The Sabers. Yeah, and then watch the Nashville video right after. Yeah. It's the goal differential for the Sabres that's the most telling. <laughs> it's pretty bad. What is it, like minus 30? I think it's more than that. It's got to be. Yeah. Okay. And that's early in the season, too. Yeah, I'm pretty pleased with Nashville's uh, performance so far. Damn, uh, yeah, man. <laughs> Philip Forsberg, he, last time I knew he was only like four points off the league lead for He's six, points. I think I checked today. That's okay. why I asked you if you thought they were going to. Yeah, league lead and uh, last time I knew leading the league in plus minus, mm-hmm. um, which is good. But good goaltending. Hey. I'm, I'm pretty happy with the team. Yeah, now everybody's scoring, so yeah. like they're going to be. Yeah, Gostad had two assists and two fights. The goose. <laughs> yeah. There was actually not a game where somebody had two fights. He was the first one this year to fight really twice always in loved the game. me some Gostad. I love he's I love Gostad. He's great, great face off man, great defensive player. He will chip in offensively sometimes, and he doesn't mind duking. Yeah, I love that. He type was one of, of my favorites. Yeah, he's he's great. Uh, the Sabers have played twenty, and they have twelve points. They have played the most games in the league with a few other teams at twenty. Oh wait, San Jose's played twenty one. But yes, they have the least amount of points, and they've played almost the most amount of games. Okay. Columbus is at 13, next lowest, and they've played 18 games. 
So we are the worst team. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it is nice. <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> aiming for that good uh, lottery draft lottery. Congrats, man! And Connor McDavid is resting up. Yeah, because he sitting got on hurt. the pine because he got in a Duke fight and broke his broke hand his on the hand. glass. <laughs> Swung and missed. Hit the glass. Oh, that's uh, brutal. I want to punch everybody who made such a big deal about him fighting and how hockey should or fighting and hockey should be gone. No. Uh, I I agree. About it. I don't like the uh, goon fights. Yeah. Oh, that's um, a, yeah. But but I and I agree with the the stage fights. But I like it when people you know two players get mad, uh, tussle around the net, and they drop the gloves. I love that. This brings me up to my biggest pet peeve in hockey. I was watching the Calgary and Ottawa game, and a former BSEN laid out a Calgary player, because I watch Calgary a lot. They're a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, and what's his face? I forgot who it was on the Calgary Flames. Went Oh, uh, Brian Bickle uh-huh. went after him and fought the guy, and he got an instigating penalty, sticking up for his teammate. Yeah. That doesn't make sense to me. Like what you're supposed Especially to- if they – like. I always thought instigating was when you like really go after someone and goad them into a fight. But if no, they, if the other guy dropped the gloves right away, like who cares? He skated right after them. They both looked at each other. They dropped the gloves. Yeah, and that's then they not fought. that's not an instigator. It's to it, me. Like the thing is, like they make the argument about how like these are good hockey fights, the ones that happen spontaneous and stuff like that, and like those are the fights that are okay. But you're giving the penalty that could change the complexion of the game for sticking up to somebody. Yeah. Uh, I just thought of my favorite hockey saying when we were talking about this. I heard Andrew Peters talking about getting into fights, and he refers to it as tossing hands. Tossing hands. hands. (laughs) And ever since then, I was like, that's the best way to describe it. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, players used to throw off their helmets, too, which I loved, but they can't do that anymore. That's an extra penalty, which is stupid. I heard, like, if they square up, like, the referees break it up immediately. Yeah. Yes. If If they take too much time. I hate. I mean, I realize hockey or fighting's being phased out a lot more, but I don't know. Don't take the manhood out of it. Yeah. No, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Any other hockey thoughts? No, there'll be more within the next. No, I just don't want to see the Sabers keep on this win streak. Oh yeah. What do they play two next? In a row? I don't know. Yeah, they got two straight here. Don't oh, want that. That's scary. No. We need to get that well-rested McDavid next in, next year. <laughs> Yeah. Bring him in. McDavid or Eichel, preferably McDavid. Right. It's only a 20% chance, Eric. I know. It's, that is That's bullshit. That, that is kind of BS. That is bullshit. I think I read, but I'm not 100% sure, the last place team picks no more lower than second. Or higher, technically. Oh, so, yeah. It's just the first pick that's, that's lottery. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. That should go to the Sabres for sucking so bad. They are. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's bullshit. 20% chance. Get out of here. I like how the Buffalo fans just don't care that their team's really bad right now. Well, we knew it was coming. <laughs> I mean, you know. I thought you'd be better. I really did. <laughs> Dan, have you looked at that roster? Uh, yeah, but I thought the Nick ve- Delorier? I thought the veterans, like the, the getting Molson back and and, yeah, and but- Gianta had, was decent when he played for Montreal. I thought they would be better. Really they did. they look surprised when they score. Sometimes they really do. I'm sure they do. <laughs> My God. Uh. But anyway, do you have anything else, Will? No, no. What about you, Corey? Uh, for my week, is that what we're on? Yep. Yeah, buddy. I cracked my iPhone on Saturday. Oh, Your yeah. iPhone six that you just got. I sure did. <laughs> it was in my breast pocket of my jacket, and I bent over to lock up the bike I was riding. And I thought I had buttoned my breast pocket, but I hadn't, and it fell out as I bent over right onto the sidewalk. 
And just something about this drop made me think oh, it's... it's cracked. <laughs> sure, uh, shit. sure enough, picked it up. All cracked up. $109 to get repaired at the, the old Apple store. That's insane. It's not terrible. I guess that's cheaper than some of the older phones were, like when they first came out. I guess, I don't know, the screen's inexpensive relative to the other ones. Did you display, look, I should say. Did you look on Amazon see if you could buy like a screen replacement? Because a lot of times those I are did. Like 15 The bucks. problem is that it's so new, and there was a kit available, but it was like $95, uh, and I was like, for the extra $14, yeah. I'll just let a professional do it. Yeah, that's understandable. Um, so that's what I did. <clears throat> and of course, everybody's like, oh, you should have taken it to blah, blah, blah in Chinatown, and they would have done it for 50 bucks. And I was like, well, to be honest with you, I don't care. I just want it done. I don't want to have to worry about it. I don't want to have to, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. My two experiences in Apple stores both went really well, and I'm not an Apple person at all, but. Oh. See, I... That's the thing, like, those Apple stores and those Genius Bars, like, it's their customer service. Yeah. And I was sitting there waiting. I had a 9 a.m. appointment, and I sat there for 20 minutes before they finally saw me, which is like, what's the point of making an appointment? Um, and I was sitting there looking at the massive amount of people, and I'm like, this, <laughs> this is, I want to go to a customer service store where I'm the only one in it, because that's how I know they have good products. Right. You know, because everyone there had an issue, and it was just, I don't know. Granted, it was it was right by Central Park, and it was the Fifth Avenue store. But. Yeah, but do you think that's p- partly because Apple has so many products out there? Like, I mean... Yeah, how, I mean, yeah, sure. All the all My, the iPhones and stuff that are out there, that's yeah. got to be part of it. Well, yeah, absolutely. Everybody has an iPhone. It was I, more my own, like, no, Seinfeld moment of, oh, like... Right. Yeah, if you so make great the, about Apple? Look at all these people. <laughs> yeah, getting their shit fixed. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that was, that was the highlight of my weekend, but today I actually went for an eye appointment. Ooh. Uh, and the woman told me, she's like, you would not pass a driver's test. (laughs) And I was like, (laughs) I know. I've known that for 11 years. (laughs) Oh, that's right. You you cheated. Didn't you? I did cheat. Yeah, I did. On your eye test. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Forgot about that. Corey's been putting everyone at risk for all these years. But the good news is uh, my eyes haven't gotten any worse since then. It's the same; They're in the same place. So okay. I guess that's good news. Uh, but I am going to get glasses just so, first of all, I hate contacts. Uh, and she said with the astigmatism that I have, like, it's not really a good idea to wear contacts anyway. Better just to wear glasses when you, like, go to a show or We're in the drive, same boat, Corey. Drive or whatever. Um, but, yeah, she was like, you know, you can still achieve 2020 with these glasses. I'm going to scale it back for you, though, because, you know, you, you don't you just need it for the occasional moment when you want to see things far away. I was like, yeah, it works for me. Are you going to get thick hipster glasses like like me? No, I tried a few on and uh, the thick hipster glasses made me want to punch myself in the face. OK, thank you for um, that. Corey. <laughs> she the, the woman held me and I sort of picked out one it was uh like a ray-ban it's called a classic frame uh very simple very straightforward and i was like yeah this this is passable i didn't buy it though it was like 300 bucks and with my insurance i only get covered up to 130 and then 20 percent off jeepers uh but because i'm cheap i'm not gonna want to spend any money so i'm just gonna i'll probably just order glasses from warby parker or something and and do it that way i uh the website i get glasses from they rarely cost more than like twelve dollars 
Maybe I'll just do that. Yeah. But I don't know. I've got that allowance. I've got that money anyway. I might right. as well splurge. Okay. Try and hit that mark. Um, but else? yeah, that was the highlight of my day. Okay. It's always good to miss work for an appointment. Yeah, definitely. Uh, do you want to call up Gim? Or I was just going to text my wife and ask her. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. That's Cor- the second dog. Corey. <laughs> Dogs are just fucking our shit up yes, tonight. Corey, do you want to uh, start some nibble bits? Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Gim? <laughs> <laughs> So G4 is official, officially kaput. This is effective November 30th. Uh, sayonara to G4. I was never into G4. I used to watch it for like I re- uh, E3. I really liked Attack of the Show. That was my yeah. one of my favorite shows back in the day. But that was all I really watched. Occasionally I wa- I'd watch X-Play. Yeah, I watched those too. I'm kind of sad. Um... Yeah, so apparently the last year they've just been doing the reruns of Attack the Show and, and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I think it was last year where they said they were going to rebrand G4 to Esquire. Yes. Uh, which apparently never went through. They ended up doing that to another channel. Um, and now they're just like, eh, let's just shutter this puppy. Uh, but apparently that decision did come from NBC Universal, which owns, um, I forget the name of the pr- pr- production company that does g4 and a few other channels but so that's sad yeah i always felt like that would live better on the internet that well ign tried to do that didn't work out so well for them really i think the only one of their shows that's still around is game over greggy okay is that what it's called game over greggy up at noon up at noon with greg miller yeah game over greggy is his twitter handle yeah um. Yeah, because they had a bunch of shows. They had that whole IGN start thing they were doing on YouTube, and they had the cheap, crazy, cool. Uh, that one like reality show with the game developers. Oh, that guess... went really poorly, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, there's a couple that. other ones, but I don't think any of them are around except for Greg Miller's show. So Sony is very sorry about Drive Club. <laughs> How sorry are they? They're going to give up their November DLC for free. Oh, jeez. For that game? Yeah. Mm. To which I said, well, okay, but does that mean the game's going to work? Exactly. Uh, And there's no answer to that question, so. When's the free version coming? Never. It's it's not. It's not coming. It's really not. I'd be shocked at this point. Yeah, I don't care anymore. It's irrelevant to me. Yeah, it's, you know... They, Drive Club had its window. It's it's come and went. Uh, I have zero interest at this point. Remember when we were all really excited to play it? It looked cool. Oh, yeah. Eric and I couldn't wait to drive in a club. Yeah, we were going to form a club and drive. <laughs> Never came to fruition. No. <laughs> Race other clubs that were forming clubs and driving. Word. <laughs> but. And my last one, scammers were getting PS4s for $90 from Walmart. We were talking about this off air before you got here. So apparently Walmart announced a price match promotion with select online retailers. Uh, They started that at the beginning of this month, and Amazon was one of them. So what folks were doing is they were making, uh, allegedly making their own Amazon store pages and listing consoles for super cheap. Uh, 
uh, and then they bring it into Walmart and get the price match, and there you go. Wow. Uh, but I was reading some of the comments to find out, like, what is that? I mean, is that illegal? Like, what what's going on here? Uh, and a lot of people seem to believe that it's fraud if you knowingly uh, knowingly manipulate something to your advantage. Um, I can't remember the exact phrasing. Uh, but then a lot of people responded saying, not necessarily, like, you could you could list a PS4 for $90 and make the shipping cost the additional whatever price. Um, and there's really nothing wrong with that. And then if you price match that at Walmart, that's $90. It's still the $90 and there's no shipping. So I don't know. It's all very confusing to me. The law. Um, I just feel bad for those unintelligent Walmart employees that are working the... Uh, <laughs> the game section. The unfortunate guys that have to work the, the electronics section and deal with that kind of stuff. You know, they're probably just like, ah, I don't fucking care anymore. That's true. You know? Until their boss yells at them. Well, I got a feeling that's happening all the time anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah, people were getting Wii U's for like 47 Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> what a steal. Yeah, somebody bought like five. Yikes. Which I'm surprised, like, I think it was Toys R Us that was giving them out. I'm surprised they would sell like five at that price. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, I would mind a ninety dollars PS4. Sure. Well, no. we were talking about Will was saying that you know we should have done that to get another PS4, and he'd sell you it for four hundred, Corey. It's <laughs> <laughs> nice of him. <laughs> Give you a deal. Cut you. Cut you a deal. I got your back. Yeah. Thanks, Will. No problem. Is that it for you? Uh, that is it for my nibble bits. Okay, Eric, why don't you go ahead? Oh. All right. I got two in. Uh, a right. little Destiny news comes out. Uh, if you partook in the DLC pass, you now have access to the EV30 Tumblr Sparrow. Uh, it's available as of today, I believe. Um, I guess you can do tricks off it, and it also goes higher off the ground. I don't know if it exactly flies, but I don't know. Silly stuff. I'm mm-hmm. sick of this DLC shit. I guess if you yeah if you didn't buy the DLC pass, you can still get this by purchasing the Dark Below by January fifteenth. That is the next expansion coming out soon. Gotcha. Um, sweet. Yeah, my next one, No Man's Sky, which is a game at least Dan and I are all are very excited for. Oh, very excited for it. Um, they are going to be doing something. At the PlayStation Experience event in uh, Las Vegas that's coming up here in the beginning of December, they said it's going to be something different. Huh. I don't know what it is. If I had to guess, it'll probably be something that you have to be there to really appreciate. Like something with a view of the the sky and all the different areas and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Oculus Rift. You know what? I wonder if they're going to show off their... Because the, the way they... When they're developing the game, they have this this system of, like, quote-unquote robots that go and explore the planets. Um, and then they have, like... They have that robot make a GIF of uh, the, the different environments and stuff so they can make sure that they're not... All, like all the same, you know, right. so they can see the variety. And I wonder if they're going to kind of give people uh, a view of that. Huh. I think that would be sweet. Could be anything. Yeah, I'm I'm pumped for. It. I was already really excited about the PlayStation experience. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But No Man's Sky is going to be a part of yeah. it. That's fantastic. That's I can't a, wait for that game. You know, if that game comes out and lives up, 
that's a pretty big get for Sony. Yeah, it is. You know? Definitely. So, we'll see what happens. Still waiting for my complimentary Sony tickets to go, <clears throat> Corey. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, that's it for me. Okay, what do you got, Will? Uh, I have two. Uh, Titanfall is getting a deluxe edition. It includes the DLC of the game. Uh... It's digital only, and it's coming out on the Xbox One November 25th for $50, and it's already out on Origin for 40 mm-hmm. So if anybody doesn't have Titanfall already, here's your opportunity, I guess. I don't really care, personally. Yeah, I've had my fun with Titanfall. Same here. The DLC, nah, I think they said there's like 13 maps in the DLC total, or 9, whatever. And there's the Horde mode or whatever. But It's hard to get excited about new maps. Yeah. <laughs> Just, that does nothing for me. As I say, there's always enough maps to begin with, and yeah. they keep on adding more. But uh, the other one is that uh, Mewtwo is just an experiment in the new Smash game. Uh, they announced that Mewtwo would be a DLC character if you own the 3DS version and the Wii U version. But Sakurai said that they don't want to do DLC because they feel like people are going to criticize them for keeping content out of the game or adding things to make more money. Which, I agree, people would say that. That's how everybody is. Uh, But he goes on to say that we're not currently working any more paid DLC at the moment. He kind of left it open to maybe they would. Right. But uh, I can't see why they they wouldn't do more DLC. I can't imagine, like, if, if, like, six months down the road, if they say, you know, we're releasing... A handful of characters. There's 40-something characters in the game. Like, how, I mean, There's how, 50. Fi- oh, yeah, 50. 50. Yeah. Okay, so, like, you know, you're not really holding a significant chunk of something out of the game and then charging it, uh, charging it for DLC, you know, charging for it. You know, as a smart, being as a smart consumer, I realize there's 50 characters in the game and there's a lot of, there's only there are very few clones in the game. Like, I realize he's not, they're not keeping anything out of the game. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. People complain way too much. It's sad that like he they don't want to work and Sakurai doesn't want to work on DLC because he doesn't want to face the <laughs> criticism. The annoyance, actually, it's what it pretty much is of him being berated for keeping content out of the game or whatever. Yeah. It's annoying, but yeah, whatever. I can't wait for that game. Me We're neither. A few days. Tomorrow night, midnight launch. Almost there. I want to go to that, but. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yours is coming from Amazon on Friday, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, moving on, my nibble bits. Smash Brothers is now available on calculators. <laughs> I saw this. <laughs> uh, Modder Haleya has gotten a running got it, got it running on the old reliable Texas Instruments uh, TI eighty three and eighty four graphing calculators. It's an open source game, so you're welcome to go download it and also help out. Uh, as of right now, there's only Fox and Falco available, but uh, Halea is looking for help finishing it off. So, oh, that's cool. I was yeah. I mean, I was kind of impressed with it. It didn't it didn't look fantastic, but it's on a freaking calculator. calculator yeah. Um. I, yeah. It had the you know the percentages. I think each hit did like twenty five percent. Um. And you know they did the knockoff and all that stuff. So it'd certainly be the most use I've ever gotten out of a calculator. Yeah. Well, I had Mar- Super Mario Brothers on my graphing calculator in high school. Nice. Um, which was cool. It played very weird because like y- y- the arrows were on the. It must have been the right. Yeah. So you moved with the right and then with the right thumb, which I wasn't used to. Right. As you used to my left thumb, but yeah, it was very cool. Uh, you know, a lot of people joked about 
now even less math homework is going to get done oh yeah in, in american schools i remember so. uh senior year one of my friends had one of those calculators and he was already kind of failing calculus uh-huh. so he told me to put pokemon on there oh, so there i go. did yeah <laughs> it's fantastic yeah uh in light of the poor launches for ubisoft's AC Unity and Far Cry 4 titles, Ubisoft has decided to post blogs with live updates letting players know when patches are due to arrive and which bugs are being addressed. Uh, to me, it's sad. What a group of guys. Yeah, to me, it's sad that they have to have special blogs where they're going to be talking about just the bugs that are being patched and what patch is coming out when. Yeah, they're doing us a favor, keeping us in the loop. I think that's trying to... I think they're trying to make it seem like they're doing us a favor and keeping us in the loop. How about do me a favor and release a game that fucking works? Yeah. I think what's sad about it, Dan, is that they made an announcement about that. Like, a lot of smaller developers have been doing that for years. Yeah. Yeah, on uh, patch notes. Patch notes. Yeah. Patch notes and stuff, yeah. yeah patch here. notes, and I'll look at all the Steam Greenlight games and early access games. Like they're constantly keeping everybody in the loop with what they're working on. And Some I don't, I haven't really followed too many games like that, except for uh, Card Hunter last year's Card Hunter. I was really excited about, and I was following along with them and just curious about what they were patching. Not only uh, you know uh, glitch wise and stuff like that, but also gameplay wise. And you know, it's all, it's just it's all about being transparent. Yeah. Do you guys know? Has anybody seen what the issues have been with Far Cry Four? I mean, we'll get more into it next week. But uh, PC port crashes the PC version. I, I haven't heard that much with uh, with the console versions. The PS3 version, I think, had some some crashing issues. Uh, but PC, you know, bad performance with. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's AMD or Nvidia cards. Whichever one it wasn't developed for is having issues, and then like a lot of crashing and stuff. Okay. On PC. But at, like I said, Ubisoft doesn't know how to make PC games apparently, so right. that was expected. Um, I, and I'm con- I'm conflicted. I'll probably end up borrowing it from one of you guys for PS4. Yeah. Uh, I would rather play it on PC because I've gotten used to the first person shooters on PC. Um, but I don't want to bu- I don't want to give Ubisoft any money no. to play <laughs> to to play one of their crappy PC ports. So. Uh, so yeah, that's it for Nibble Bits. We're going to take a quick break and be back with what we played right after this. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 174 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. We are now in what we played. Uh, I figure we'll get started with the Mario Kart 8 DLC. Oh, yes. Talk about talk about the new the new tracks. We've all played them, right? Sure I pl- have. I played all of them. I don't have them. I played all of them. Oh, you haven't gotten the Mario Kart 8, well, Kart 8 DLC yet? No, I made other purchases. I bought Gauntlet for twenty instead of uh, getting the Mario Kart DLC. Corey, you dick. That was a mistake. Yep. I'll get it at some point. That was a poor choice, Will. If I had known that twenty dollars was either Mario Kart DLC or Gauntlet, <laughs> I would have advised you in the other direction. But I want okay. <laughs> uh, but anyway, it, it comes with uh, eight new tracks, two cups, which are the Triforce Cup and the Egg Cup. Uh, which each have four tracks, some some re- remastered from old tracks and some new tracks. Uh, three playable characters, one of them being Link from from the obviously the Zelda games, uh, Tanuki Suit Mario and Cat Peach from Super Mario 3D World. Which yes. one, was that the Wii U one? Yes, that I was also remember. on 3DS. 3DS. Yeah. That was th- Super Mario 3D Land. Is that right? I think. 
can't keep them all straight. I can't either. It's like new Super Mario Brothers, new Super Mario Brothers U, blah, blah, blah. We've always said Nintendo has an issue naming things. That's part of the reason. But anyway, uh, yeah, eight new tracks, three three characters, one of the – a couple new vehicles, one of them being the hovercraft from F-Zero. The Master Cycle was one of them, and then I think it was a Tanuki – cart it's a jeep it's a jeep it's like a off-road jeep okay yeah i didn't i didn't use that one but i like that one did you yeah nice uh, i did end up using tanuki suit mario oh did you? because uh, i'm usually mario but i was like i'll change it up a little bit i'll be tanuki suit mario so i always use the pipe frame cart so instead of the pipe frame being red it was the color of Mar- you know the orangey color of tanuki suit mario i used link how'd you like link i like link Link's cool. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's it's weird to play as Link in Mario Kart. It is. Well, I only Link ever pick Peach. Okay. That's the only character I ever use, so mm-hmm. I, I broke away from the norm in one with Link. That's how I am with Mario. Yeah. So what do we think of the new tracks? I really like them. Yeah. I like them a lot. I thought they were awesome. There was only one I didn't really care for. It was one with the yellow and green circles. It was like ice something or other. Uh. It was unremarkable, I guess you could say. It was the only one I didn't really. I don't care even that much remember for. it, Dan. I'm gonna yeah, well, look that's, up. that's why it was unremarkable. It wasn't wasn't very memorable. All the other tracks I thought were awesome. There was uh, there's an excite bike uh, excite bike one, uh, which is really cool. It's just a big oval with the excite bike uh, excite excite bike obstacles on it. Uh, fantastically done. It's it's really open and straight, which is really cool. Uh, different for different for a Mario Kart track. Um, was uh, the the Hy- did you, the Hyrule themed one? Yes, I can't even remember the name of it now. I, I, don't, I don't remember the names. I'm not good with names. No, I'm not either. I thought they could have done a little more with that one, to be honest. See, I thought it was cool because they instead of putting coins, they the used rupees. rupees. First thing I said, I said, <laughs> "Hey, rupees!" Yeah, uh, which was neat. Um, yeah, I, re- I really liked all the tracks. Uh, all the sounds in that one too are like Zelda themed yeah. sounds, which yeah, was yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I really liked all the tracks. Yeah, it's good stuff. The F Zero track was great. Yeah, what's what's the name of that one? Oh shit, I saw it earlier. Something City, Fuse City? No, I can't remember. Doesn't matter. Um, I really. What are we like talking about? The new tracks, uh, Mario Kart. Oh, which F-Zero was your... is my favorite. Yeah, I love the F Zero one. That one was probably my favorite too. Um, the, one of the other ones in that cup was really cool. I liked. I think it's like the one where you're on the dragon's back. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called, but that, I really liked that one. That was all uh, like a hovering one, too. Yeah. Which was neat. Yeah. Uh, I think my favorite of all of them was the remake of the Wario, the mines, the yeah, mining one the, from, from Wii. Yeah. That was, that, was, that, was, that was probably my favorite because that was my favorite map. from. That was the only one I really remembered, or map, track. Uh, that was the only track I remembered from the Mario Kart for Wii. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that was the only one I remember. You know, that's a really good track. Yeah. I was glad that they did that one. Then in the Rainbow Road from Super Nintendo's on there, which was which was cool, uh-huh. kind of nostalgic. Oh, Rainbow um, Road, yeah. But I think you know they did a great job with it. I'm looking forward to the next one. I think comes out in May mm-hmm. or April, sometime in the spring. I think I think that was May. Yeah, it, it's it's a ways away. Yeah, I really liked the the Rainbow Road, the Super Nintendo Rainbow Road. Yep, did that you? Was another good one. Brought me back. I thought there were. I thought the first two. I forget uh, in that top cup. I forget the name of it. Those first two tracks weren't great. Oh, uh, see, I really liked them. The only one I didn't like was the the ice one with the yellow and and green 
tracks that kind of crisscrossed during it. Oh, yeah. I didn't like that one either. I didn't care for that one. I loved all the other ones. Oh, now I remember what one you're talking about. Yeah. I I really, I liked all of them. Yeah. I didn't have any complaints, really. Yeah, that was the only one I Uh, thought was unremarkable. The other one does come out in May. Okay. So... Probably probably May 30th when Mario Kart 8 came out. Yeah. You'll get, uh, that is the Animal Crossing themed one with the Villager, Isabel, and Dry Bowser. Mm-hmm. And then two more cups. Looks like a Leaf Cup and a Bell Cup. Okay. Something. And when are we going to get King Boo? Yeah, why, why isn't he in there? I'm not huge on Animal Crossing. I could do without the uh, Animal Crossing themed DLC. Throw something else in there. Yeah. Well, oh, come on. if it's like... Uh, if it's like the 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 current one, it'll probably only have like one one track because yeah. there was only one high roll track, I guess. Oh yeah. If if I had to guess, I'll be interested to see which ones they they decide to remake too. Yeah, it'll be good regardless. Yeah, yeah. The new new tracks are are, are great. Are generally great. It is a great game. Uh, Will, what'd you play? Uh, I played Hyrule Warriors mm-hmm. more. I had a hard time. It's the first mission that you can play as Sheik. I think it's the third mission where you have to fight the spider. You know what I'm talking about, Dan? Yeah. I had a hard time with that boss fight. Really? I have a hard time trying to figure out what the weaknesses are to begin with. Well, usually the for for most of them, it's what you like that your new item that you get on that map. I just realized that. Yeah, because that one, like you have to shoot it in the eye with the bow while it's blue. While it's blue, yeah. The thing is, is I was doing that and I couldn't kill it fast enough before it took down the the Dooku tree or whatever. Yeah. I just couldn't. I couldn't do it. So I had to restart the mission. Apparently, I didn't rush the ferry. Fast enough to wash the tree. Oh, yeah, because you kind of learn what where you're supposed to go the more you play the maps. Yeah, it's definitely harder than like the other Tecmo Koei games. Yeah, um, but yeah, I really like it. And then I did the one after that where you can play as uh, Lana for the first time, Lena, whatever her name is, mm-hmm. and with Sia. Okay, with, you know, with all that. Yep. And now they all split off and they're doing their own their own missions. Yeah, because they kind of get split up as a group and they go through the the different time periods of Hyrule. You know, ones from uh, uh, not Wind Waker, uh, Skyward Sword, Sword. That's where Link goes to Twilight Princess, and then uh, Ocarina of Time. Okay, that's how they they split them up. I think Impa, Impa and Sheik go to uh, o- Ocarina of Time. Yeah, and then uh, Lana goes to. Uh, Twilight Princess. Yeah. Yeah, I had to think of that. But, yeah, I really like the game so far. It's a lot of fun. going to definitely be playing more of it when Smash comes out. It'll be a while before I get back, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But I've played that. i played more Samurai Warriors. I'm not going to talk about it a lot, but what I will say is it might be my favorite between the Dynasty Warriors and Samurai Warriors mm-hmm. series. Nice. They did a lot of good things with that game. And it sucks that games like that aren't going to get above, like, a 7 for a review because it's the same old, same old. Yeah. But that game does a lot of things right. Uh, if you're, if you like that type of game, that's probably the best one. Okay, uh, which I do. It's uh, you guys can borrow it. I have di- like I know there's a lot of games coming out, but when stuff slows down, like I had the Extreme Legends or Dynasty Warriors and Samurai Warriors Four. If I, you guys want to borrow, I might, them. I might I, do that. Yeah, I want to try Lords of the Fallen. Will yeah, yeah. Oh, I can bring that whenever. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's probably my favorite Warriors game. It's really good. Probably be in my thummies. Nice. A little spoiler. Okay. Uh, and Gauntlet. Which we can all talk about. Yeah, want to get into Gauntlet? Yeah, let's do it. I want to hear about it. I watch you guys play a little bit. Corey, why don't you take the lead? It is exactly what I thought it'd be, and I'm happy. 
Ugh. Yeah, I, I mean, I had fun with my issues that I was having while I was trying to play. Would yeah. never play it alone. Will was having la- well. If you play Gauntlet alone, you're a very lonely person. Let's oh, be honest here. That's true. Uh, it is not meant to be played by yourself. Uh, I'm sure people do, but it's one of those. It's one of those like it's one of those leaderboards kind of games. You know, like you don't play it for the great gameplay. Like it's it's all very simple mechanics, and it's just a matter of you know doing it the best you can. Yeah. Uh, it is fun with more people, and you know. After we play through it this one time, I don't think we'll play again. Although, Will's the type of person that likes to play these games on harder difficulties and yeah, do that kind of stuff. I'm not going to be playing it again. Um, <laughs> Me so I like it, but I don't have anybody to play with again, so like I won't. I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I got it on sale for 15 bucks. Uh, we've played, what, like five hours? Probably more. Uh, yeah, around that. And it was a good time, you know? Uh, yeah, the game wasn't great, but the company was good, and we had a few laughs, and, uh... I, know, I watched when uh, Jared was in talking about Fancy Life. Yeah. Oh. And I was like, God damn it, I want that game. <laughs> I know, dude, me too. Yeah, we're praising Fancy Life in the, the stream. Yeah. Did you great. get to see any of the competition for, you know, what you can compete for in-game? I just saw the, uh, you guys were complaining about Eric taking all the treasure. Corey takes all the fucking treasure. Oh, okay. Yeah, we okay, got Okay, th- that that's one thing that's very clever about how the game is designed because it's the game within the game of competitive cooperation. It's yeah. the whole uh Super Mario 3D world or whatever. Um where there's a crown just like in that game, you know, and if you if you have the crown at the end of the level, you get bonus points. And basically, even though you you all have a similar goal, you know, kill the enemies and get to the end of the level, there's all this other stuff to do to compete with the people you're cooperating with. And the elf, he's is he's set up to be able to get a lot of treasure and move around really fast. He's really really weak too. That's why I died so much because two hits and he's done for. So you really got to be moving around. Um, I always, you know, if I saw treasure, I went for it because I wanted, I, you know, I wanted to win. Whereas somebody like the wizard, like Eric, is really good at killing enemies, and I, I don't believe there was a time where Eric did not kill the most enemies in a level. And then there's the Valkyrie that's good at nothing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on with Will's score because it was far lower than Corey and I. Like, oh, Will also had lag issues. The, the second day, like Corey and Eric would be would be getting like a thousand points at the end of level two thousand. I'd be topping out at two hundred. Wow. <laughs> wasn't killing. I got to the point where I just stopped killing things because I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't tell what was going on, so, so I just ran around in circles. So you weren't carrying your weight, in other words. I, Definitely not. Dude. I couldn't. It Corey was, and Will died a lot. Corey would be gotcha. saying something, and I'd say what because I didn't know what he said because it would cut out. I was I was probably running at like fifteen frames too while trying Will to would talk. <laughs> Will would talk, and Eric and I would just try and listen, and we couldn't make any sense of it. It was choppy. Be, we wouldn't even like we wouldn't even say we wouldn't even acknowledge him. We just be like we just what? laugh at him. <laughs> yeah, they would just laugh, and you'd see Will like running into a wall, and you start giggling to yourself. Yeah, <laughs> I'd just die. Well, I was like, whatever. Uh, and the other thing, Dan, is when you when somebody dies, the other characters can take their treasure. Oh, nice. So, yeah. that was always fun. Yeah. yeah. There's no point with me having the crown because I have to get up close to fight. Uh-huh. So, yeah. I was at a disadvantage, jerks. Gotcha. But, yeah. But, 
So, so fun co-op game to play. But. Twenty bucks is not worth it, though. I don't think. Get it on sale. Don't pay more than ten bucks for that game. Gotcha. Yeah, it's definitely uh, get it in the Steam sale when it's two dollars and fifty cents kind of game. But I, I really enjoyed it. I'll I'll be honest. Oh maybe, no, I I had fun playing it. Maybe more so than you guys, but it's just it's just another uh, another hack and slash that's meant to be played with people and. Plus, I was fresh off of Diablo 3, too. That, that's true. That doesn't help. No. No, it doesn't. I don't even know if it's Diablo Light. That's Diablo Super. Super Light. <laughs> it's free to play Diablo. Yeah, exactly. At least it so, runs, unlike Halo. It was 20 bucks. <laughs> it ran, though. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good time playing, playing co-op with you guys. Okay. It's been a while. Sounds good. That's all I played. That's all you played? Yeah. What do you, what do you got, Eric? Uh, I started Hyrule Warriors also. Uh-huh. Uh, it was fun. I, I also had a bitch of a time trying to figure out the weakness of the enemy. Dodongo. Yeah, <laughs> King Dodongo. And I, I had to help Will with that, too. I, I texted you guys and said, fuck King Dodongo, and Dan must have known that I was getting <laughs> flustered. So he told me how to beat him. Bombs in the mouth. <laughs> Thank God. Because I'm just hacking Ow. away and it's doing next to nothing. I, I'm like, I'm going to be here all afternoon trying to kill this thing. I was, I spent like an hour killing him. <laughs> yeah, me too. So I, I knew there was something going on but that I needed to do, but I could not for the life of me figure out what it was. Um, so yeah. High Rewards was fun, though. I don't know when I'm going to get to it. I really don't, but I'm not going to get rid of it because... It's one of those mindless games, too. Like, if, yeah. you, if you're, if you you know, frustrated with Assassin's Creed Unity and you just want to play a game that, <laughs> that works yeah. and uh, is mindless, High Rewards is a, is a great yeah. game for that. Yeah. yeah. It's fun, though. It was, it was a good time. Um, Corey? I was confused, Eric. I thought you were talking about King DDD. No. Smash Bros. King Dodongo is a fire-breathing dragon lizard, dude. He's from, uh, he was in Ocarina of Time, and I remember the bombs in the mouth from Ocarina of Time. I think it explains it when you're playing, but like, I don't read. Well, the text is, I think the text, if you're playing on the TV, the text is on the the gamepad. Ah. And if you don't read it, like, because I I would play actually mo- most of it on the on the on the gamepad and not on the TV, oh, really? so it would be like in a corner or whatever. No, so I think it, was it shows on the, on the screen. I think it shows on the TV. Does it? But if you're not paying attention, and it, it, it goes away pretty quickly. Yeah, because they talk, but it's gibberish. Yeah. So you, I'm too lazy to read because I'm just killing so many things. Right. Same. So I just had no it, idea it, what to it's, do. It's about wading through thousands of enemies. That's what's fun about those games. Oh yeah. So. Uh, the only other thing I played was Far Cry 4, which uh-huh. we're going to do our episode on next week. Yep. So I won't talk too much about it, but I really like what i played so far. I've played about three hours. Uh-huh. Uh, good stuff, man. Nice. Just a fun fucking game. Glad to hear it after yeah. last week's debacle. I will say I did have one glitch. Uh, I was about to drive over a bridge headed towards my next mission, and the game crashed. Uh-huh. So one crash in that three sucks. hours. Yeah. yeah. But other than that, I'm, I'm having an absolute blast with it. Which is what it was designed for. Exactly. Just to have fun. To make your own fun is I, what the Far Cry games are about. I killed a tiger that was chasing me, and it ran through a bonfire and was flaming on fire as it ran towards <laughs> me. And I, at the last second, got a refill of ammo and was able to blow it to pieces, and it was amazing. Nice. And then I threw a grenade at a bear. <laughs> 
That's uh, that's what video games can give you that no other medium yeah. of entertainment can give you. I let loose an elephant on an encamp on an outpost, and he just trashed him. Nice. It was great. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. Okay. This is great. It's a great game. I can't, I'm excited to, to play more through it and talk about it next week. Uh huh. What about you, Corey? What do you got? Who played Dragon Age? Me. Dan. Oh boy, have you, you didn't talk about it yet, did you? Did no. I miss that? Do you want me to talk about it now? Uh, no, you can. I, I'll I'll do my little spiel here. Okay, go for it. Um, I finally figured out how to beat Theater Rhythm, and I did so. Hey, well done. Yeah. Uh, so I'll it turns out, list. no matter what you do, you earn what's called Rhythmia. Uh, and once you get to twenty thousand Rhythmia, you the last boss. Uh, I won't spoil it. The last boss challenges you. Um, and I hit that number and challenge the boss challenged me and I beat him and then the credits rolled and it said, you did it. Yay. Um, so there was that. It took me much longer than how long to beat said. I think that was seven hours, but it probably took me a good 12 or 15. Just not very good at it. Yeah. Just, just not very good at it. Uh, that game can get really hard. I'm probably going to trade it in to get smash brothers though. Nice. Um, trying to be good with my funds so i'll probably just trade it in Mm -hmm. i really enjoyed it though and i do recommend it cool um yeah i mean if you don't think you're gonna play it anymore there's really no sense in keeping it you know no you know i'm pretty sure i haven't played through all the songs that are in it but uh played through all the ones i liked quite a bit right so i got out of it all i'm gonna get out of it so there's that uh the only other game i played i played the mario kart 8 dlc we already talked about i played this war of mine which uh is the one this is kind of uh ironic but is the one bright light in games that came out last week yeah um came out the 14th on friday yep yeah sounds right game's really really good it is what i want eric i think you said this in the in the group chat you said it looks like what you wanted out of valiant hearts yeah uh, and I would totally agree with that. Just playing it, I was like, this this is what I wanted from Valiant Hearts. And I think my argument with that game a little bit was that it sort of trivial, trivialized war um, in that the things that you were doing weren't impactful in the way, like, it didn't speak to the horrors of war yeah. um, as well as this war of mine does. It's a, It's a very difficult game to play. Uh, it's also a very, very good game, and I was writing up a review of it, and it got to the point where I stopped like talking about the gameplay mechanics and how it worked and all that stuff, and I just started writing a story, pretty much, of like the experience my characters went through. And I think I'm just going to put that up for my review and call it good, because that's really the best way to talk about this game, because it's so emotional, Um and the the fact that it's a it never really calls attention to the fact that it's a game. You never feel like you're playing a video game. You feel like you are experiencing uh, war, and and not as soldiers in the war, but as people trying to survive in the war. Um, but for the sake of the podcast, I'll get into the gameplay mechanics a little bit. It's it it plays like uh, it's a two D screen, and you're essentially managing your shelter, kind of like you know like The Sims or something like that. And you got to keep your health. Uh, you got to take care of your health, uh, take care of your wounds, and take care of your hunger level. And then depression is another thing. They're the four things you have to manage. Um, and it can be very difficult. Kind of like Don't uh, Starve a little bit. Yeah, a lot like Don't Starve, except no whimsy. You know, yeah. nothing 
fun or jokey about it. It's yeah. uh, it's all, <laughs> all very depressing. One of the um, one of the reviews on Steam call it Depression Simulator 2014. <laughs> it it really is. And I, I texted you guys like the one time I I it goes by days. Uh, that's sort of how you measure your progress. And the first time I played, I think I made it to like day three or something like that. Um, and it's a little p- bit procedurally generated, and they have a number of set characters. Um, and at the beginning of every game, you start with three characters in this one shelter, uh, which three is random. Um, so there's this character called Bruno, who's a great cook. And Bruno uh, can cook food using less fuel than all the other characters, which doesn't sound like it helps all that much. Believe me, it can mean the difference uh, in your life, really, in this game. It's just the fact that he can be more efficient cooking food than the other characters. Uh, there's another character called Marco, and Marco is a really, really good scavenger. Um, his inventory size is 15 slots, whereas the other characters are 10. And those extra five slots when you go out scavenging makes a huge difference in what you can bring back. Um, there's another character called, her name is Amelia, and her quote-unquote job is talented lawyer. I don't know if that does anything. I'm starting to assume it doesn't, and it's just a way to say, like, if you're a talented lawyer before the war, that's not really going to help you when the shit hits the fan. I feel Uh, like it's trying to send me that message. I like that. I don't know. I I, I think maybe it would have something to do with bartering, but I haven't noticed anything uh, in that respect. Um, But, yeah, you're managing the shelter. You're building improvements. uh, You're building weapons. You're building heaters you're building moonshine because you can make liquor to barter with people um and that's what you do during the day and then at night you go out on scavenging missions and it'll show you a map and it'll show you a number of locations with a little bit of background detail like it'll say abandoned house and if you click on the abandoned house it'll say a family lives here uh we could probably steal from them but they're not going to be willing to barter and you kind of got to make that decision uh whether it's worth it to steal from them and if you do if you do bad stuff like steal or kill, your characters start to get depressed. There's ways to deal with depression. Uh, reading books is one way, but I got to a certain situation where I had to burn all my books because I needed heat. Otherwise, my characters would have gotten sick. So they were depressed. They didn't have books because I burned them. They went to cigarettes. I needed to trade my cigarettes for wood or something like that so I could build something. I don't know. It's it's really really difficult. And I got to day 23, I think, was my furthest. Um, But then, like, the next time I played, I only got to day 6. And it wasn't even close. Um, Characters can get so depressed that they commit suicide. It's it's really hard. And again, like, the the user interface is extremely minimal. Um, All you're doing is pointing and clicking. But it's just so much of, of managing your characters and the resources that you have and making all these really, really difficult decisions um, that make the game so much fun. And, you know, still a video game. You're not just, like, clicking around. You know, you're, you're actually making important decisions about Sounds fantastic. Uh, your characters and, and, and how to deal with it. And uh, it is. It is very depressing. Um, there are no happy moments. The music is really good. Uh, there's a little radio, and you can put on classical music. I think, I don't know, it's made by uh, some of the guys who used to work at CD Projekt Red. Oh, okay. oh all right. Um, so they're Polish, I guess. Yeah. I think it takes place in Poland. I'm not sure if it's a fictional Poland. Um, I, don't, I don't really know about that. It seems like it's like World War II era uh, in, a, in a destroyed Poland. Mm-hmm. But it's a really good game. Yeah, Eric... Uh... 
what, did we watch a video of it after last week's episode? Yes, uh, yes we did. I hadn't really even heard about it. Uh, I don't I had remember heard the, where I heard about I it. I had heard the name mentioned, uh, and I watched a video for it, and I was like, I'm sold on that game. That's That looks great. So I'm glad you played it. You, Yes. I really liked it. It consumed my weekend. That's all I played. I was going to ask if you beat it, but you, I'm assuming I you have didn't. not. Okay. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to. It's it's that hard, and I think that's kind of the point. Does do, does it give you like a goal, an ultimate goal? Survive? No, it never says anything. It's just okay. just try to survive, try gotcha. to keep everyone healthy. And there's no tutorial or anything. It just kind of drops you in the first few games. You, you're going to try and figure things out. Uh, you'll get into a rhythm and, and sort of realize like, oh, my first few scavenging runs I want to focus on yeah. uh, building materials. It does sound a little um, bit like Don't Starve. Yeah, it, it's it's very similar. But, you know, you're you're focusing on this one shelter and trying to build it up and, you know, trapping rats and people come and raid you at night and you have to put, make sure to put people out on guard and, you know, if you don't have weapons, they get wounded and then you need bandages to fix them and... One thing leads characters, to another. Yeah, characters slowly die out. Um, so again, like in my review that I'll, I'll probably try and post by this weekend, I'm just telling a story of one of my playthroughs because i think that's the best way to talk about the game yeah now when you play like and you start off on the first day can you tell if you got a bad hand dealt to you with the characters and like you're like this isn't gonna go well um well the one where i died right away or on day six uh my most recent game i got the lawyer talented lawyer woman who again really i don't know how she contributes um and i didn't have the cook guy who i really thought was useful um but no like they all have their ups and downs okay each character uh, and they all have backstories and they have uh what's there's a clickable bio and the bio changes as that you play through the game so if something tragic happens it'll say that in the character's bio it'll say like oh this day was really tragic we lost so and so um if you go out and steal from somebody you know that'll go into their bio and yeah, it's it's really well done and it, it, it's a lot more about the characters um, and just the the tragedy of of trying to live through a war than it is you know playing a video game huh. and all that. Don't get me wrong, all that's the video game part of it is really well done too. Nice, that sounds great. It is really good. Feel free, Dan. Yeah, I'll be playing Eric's copy. I don't have the money to buy it my, for myself, but that sounds great. Okay, anything else, Corey? No, that's it. Dan, right. I did play one other thing. Oh, what do you got? I don't know if we if you guys counted this as a beaten game or not, but I played through a bird story. Bird story, yeah, hey. that's okay. it counts. It counts. All well right. Done. What were your <laughs> thoughts on a bird story? It was all right. I had a lot to live up to, and I don't think anything can really live up to what To the Moon was. I don't know if I got it as much as I got To the Moon. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there was less to get. Yeah, which was disappointing. Yeah. I felt like. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't think it was great. No, okay. sounds good. Yeah, but it is a game. Did I beat in an hour? So. Yes. <laughs> it didn't. It didn't tickle the heartstrings a little bit, Eric. A little bit, a little bit. Not yeah. nearly what to the moon tickled. But why did it tickle your heartstrings? There's that uh, something that you can't do without spoiler. I mean, it's it's the game is so short. You, I mean, and you can kind of tell what it's about based on the title. Yeah. And if you've seen any little bits of it, you know, it's about the relationship between the boy and this bird. Yeah. Um, 
And I guess for me, it was more about like the little asides and the little things you pick up on and sort of like the loneliness of the boy and the relationship that he had with the bird and this little magical adventure they had together. Yeah. Uh, that did it for me. Yeah, but, I could see that. And the, again, like the music is a big part of it. The music was great. No yeah. doubt about that. Uh, I just kept thinking to myself, nobody likes birds this much. <laughs> it wasn't about that, the bird, man. It I know was about I'm supposed the, the to friendship. let that go, but I couldn't. I know, but it's a bird. <laughs> I just kept thinking if this was a dog, I'd be in. A puppy story. <laughs> yeah. I'd be in on that. Gotcha. Yeah. But okay. that's it, dude. Sounds good. I got a couple quick things to cover before I talk about Dragon Age. Uh, first is I've been playing Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. I've actually been playing this for a little while now. I forgot to mention. I bought it on Wii U, on, on the Wii U Virtual Console, for at, for a sale at some point. Uh, that's an awesome game, and it still holds up. Uh, brings back memories of Super Nintendo. So good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a little easier this go around just because of the way the save system works for the Wii U. Uh, the, the virtual console has, uh, like a save state kind of thing. So you can save the game at any time. So like what I was doing before I would go in and fight a boss, I would do this, hit the save state thing. And then if I died, rather than having to, you know, start back over at the beginning of the dungeon, I would just start right outside where the boss was. So that does make it a little bit easier and and is kind of cheating, but, uh, well, well. yeah, I'm not, not, I'm not playing that for the challenge now. I'm playing it for the, to, to bring me back, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, such a good game. I'll be, I'll be playing that little by little as the, as the days progress. Uh, I also beat Bayonetta 2. Wow. Hey. Thank you. Uh, Bayonetta 2 was a great game. I like it a lot better than the first one as much as I like the first one. I think the story's a little bit better. Uh, You get into the characters a little bit more. I think Bayonetta is an awesome character. Uh, As far it's probably one of the best controlling games I've ever played. Um, What's... I don't know what's going on with Corey's mic over there. Oh, yeah. You're mouth-breathing, Corey. (laughs) (laughs) What? We're getting a lot of wind noise from you. From your mouth. (laughs) That we don't usually get. Yeah, I don't know. For, for some reason. Similar. Uh, but it, pro- it controls. one. Of, it's one of the best controlling games I've ever played, I think. Nice. Uh, it's so tight, like so responsive. Um, it's just a, like a pleasure to play a game like that, especially, you know, we talk about Assassin's Creed and how yeah. poorly that controls. Yeah. Uh, Bayonetta 2 is a very tight controls. I like that there's a little more exploration in this one. It's not open by any means, but there's a little more room for you to explore the levels and, and, and find the secrets. Uh, I don't really have anything bad to say about it. It was Good. an awesome game. It won't be on my my game of the year list, I don't think. Uh, if it is, it's it would be towards the bottom. It'd be like five, maybe. Yeah. Um, but it it was an awesome game. I I really liked it. Uh, so yeah, beat that. I uh, played more Skylanders Trap Team. Ran into some bugs with tra- with Trap Team. Oh, no. we, I don't think we ran into any bugs with SWAT Force, but surprise, uh, surprise. Yeah, it was. I mean, nothing nothing game breaking or major, but we were capturing a, a bad guy in one of our. I think it was our Earth Trap, maybe. Uh, and it 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 got to the point where it kept 
playing the uh, the little animation that it plays when you swap Skylanders. It would play that over and uh, over and over again for for our different Skylanders. And uh, when it finally, it did it probably three or four times for each of our characters. And when it finally settled itself down, it had swapped our characters. And I don't know what happened, but we just ended up swapping them back. But you know, it took probably a minute to sort itself out. I don't know what what was happening there, but. Uh, that was a little bit annoying, and then like when whenever you fall off uh, the air, fall off like a, a platforming section or whatever, it, it teleports you back to where the other character is. But sometimes it it'll teleport you off, and then that'll drag the other person off uh. too, uh, and then it'll teleport you both back to the beginning of the platforming section. They're not very big, so it's not not too bad, but it's a it's a little annoying. Um, I don't remember that being an issue with with uh, Swap Force either, so. Uh, but we're working on leveling up our Skylanders too. I've I've gotten a couple to the max where they're all where their abilities are all unlocked. Um, we're trying not to get in the same situation we were with with SWAT Force, where we had like two leveled Skylanders, and once they died, we didn't have anybody you know good enough to yeah, fight. To com- yeah, to complete the level that we were in. Once we get to the more difficult levels, so we've been working on that. I played more Borderlands, the pre-sequel. I wanted to have it beaten before Dragon Age because I knew I wasn't going to play anything but Dragon Age for a while after Dragon Age came out. Wasn't able to do so. I I think I'm pretty close. I'm on the Hyperion station. Uh, I did most of the side missions. I think I'll probably have uh, probably a couple out, maybe two hours left of Borderlands, the pre-sequel. That's also still a blast to play. Um, I'm enjoying that, but dragon age dragon age is i want to talk about it now but i can't uh but so far it's a, a freaking awesome game um when does our embargo when when does our embargo go up for that <laughs> oh oh when our embargo yeah two weeks gotcha from now we but, wanted to give it its due time yeah I, it's it's a really long game and i i'm seeing that i've probably played seven or eight hours and i've done almost zero of the story. Oh, wow. uh, I did the, like the prologue and I'm in the first area just exploring that doing side missions. I probably have that half done wow. maybe. Uh, and I've done nothing story wise. Oh, it's, it's fantastic. The prologue is okay. It kind of sets you up like what, what the events are, are going on in the game. And then once you, and I was like, okay, this is, this is fine. You know, there's some, some story stuff and, and character stuff. And then once you get into the world and it opens up, I'm like, yeah, this is great. I, I mean, I spent the first probably hour wandering around collecting herbs just because right. that's the kind of stuff I like to do. Herbs. Um, herbs, yeah. <laughs> There's a ton of side stuff, a ton of exploration. Um, yeah, it's really good so far. Nice. I'm, I'm pumped. Jake in the chat said he cannot stop playing Dragon Age. I'm, I'm with you on that. Actually, uh, I moved my PlayStation upstairs because it, it gets really cold down here, especially like late at night. Yeah. Um, and I didn't want to freeze my – because I would be down here playing it in the freezing cold um but i moved my playstation upstairs so i was a little more comfortable when i when i play it um it's so good i'm i'm i know i'm gonna sink a lot of hours into it probably after i beat it because I, I never did the dragon age keep thing uh where the it takes your decisions and moves them oh, into the game i kind of did just, try to do that see i want i'm going to but i wanted i wanted the game to like just play as 
they released it, you know, like just the default playthrough. Now, when I do the Dragon Age Keep after I beat it the first time, I'm going to try to do some of the decisions that I remember making from because I beat the first Dragon Age like four times. I think I only ended up beating Dragon Age two once because I didn't care for it as much. But uh, it's so good. And obviously we'll be talking. I'll, there's a ton of systems too. Uh, a lot of lot of RPG stuff. It's very, very deep. Far more deep than uh, like Dark Souls. There's just a lot of stuff going on. It's fantastic. Nice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to starting. I just don't want to do it while I'm still playing Far Cry. I don't blame you because it, it, it's it. there's a lot. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I'm s- kind of sort of getting everything sorted at this point, like seven hours in. Um, but like once we get done, I'm going to go right upstairs and play. I can't wait. So let's get this podcast over with so I can go play Dragon Age. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I got to uh, go to work at seven. Mm. Well, yeah. let's get into, uh, let's get into feedback. Shall we? Sure. Sure. All right. Call it up here. Love Dragon Age. Dan, Jake says way. Skyrim with gameplay of Diablo. Yeah, I can see that. It, it, it does feel like the console version of Diablo a little bit. Okay. I can see that. Um, <sighs> yeah, I want to talk more about it, but we're going to wait until our episode. Well, the embargo. Yeah, our, our embargo. Two weeks. <laughs> Two weeks after its release. Uh... Okay, so first I'll cover the missed from we we missed some feedback from last week. Um, it's bound to happen. It's happened before; it'll happen again. I can guarantee it. But uh, so this is from Valerie in, in Illinois, who says, uh, "Oh, this is a qu- question of the week. Last week was Call of Duty Forty Two. What's the subtitle? She put Call of Duty Two X Chromosomes, an all female version to broad in the the playing experience. <laughs> to explain the irony further, they waited forty five versions before they even attempted targeting a female audience. So that's Call of Duty Forty Two Two X Chromosomes. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, they'll have to shake up the formula, right? You'd think. Ah, oh, maybe. You'd think. <laughs> See, I had heard that they that a lot of what Call of Duty does is try to attract people into the military. Uh, mindset i guess and you know conspiracy conspiracy ask um that yeah the the u.s government is 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 a recruiting tool yeah that's exactly right i don't know if there's any truth to that probably not but simplify do or die it's an interesting thought (laughs) uh ryan awa says call of duty 42 battle for europa reclaim the oceans of europa from the poseidon mutants I'd play that game. <laughs> I would too. Yeah, it doesn't sound bad. No, Poseidon Mutant sounds awesome, I think. Uh, so question of the week for this week. Corey, you want to read the question of the week? Uh, question of the week for – you want me to read it? Yeah, read it. Um, it. Master Chief is getting married and you are the best man. What do you plan for the bachelor party? Uh, first one from Tom in New York. I'd have to have the grunt birthday party skull on, of course. I don't know what that is. That's when you shoot a grunt in the head and confetti comes out and kids are cheering. <laughs> that would be perfect. Oh. <laughs> that yeah. would be perfect. It's a good start. Uh, Tito <laughs> in L.A. says spa. Spa day. <laughs> I think uh, now I know Master Chief's name is is John. I read the books. Yes, I'm that much of a nerd. I read the books. I think John would love a spa spa date. Definitely. 
Uh, see, there are there are probably no wrong answers to the question of the week, and I think that one's wrong. <laughs> okay. How do you take off Master Chief's? You know, his whole thing is his unknown persona. They would have. I mean, his face would be covered no matter what you did. Have we even seen suit. his hands though, or his Wait, feet? Wait, so would I be able to get a Manny Petty cigar with him? Uh, unless he could put insert it into a hole in his helmet where his mouth was. No, you wouldn't be able to see his face. Well, then I refuse to be his best man. Yeah. If I can't smoke a cigar with a guy. Yeah. I'd turn him down. I hear you. So Chief. Eric's out. Eric's Chief. out. Yeah. Uh, Chris in New York says, go to a petting zoo. <laughs> heavy, <laughs> heavy, heavy petting. Heavy petting zoo. That's what I was going to say, too. <laughs> that was the first I kind of like that. that well, what do you guys got for answers? Well, I was going to say just uh, I'd like to have a night playing cards with Master Chief with some whiskey and cigars and just listen to his stories. Yeah. but His old war stories. Yeah, but he doesn't want to smoke a cigar with me. So. No. I, I would go for drinking and then shooting guns. I actually would do it. Out on the gun day. range. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was going to say paintball. Paintball. Yeah. Oh, paintball. That's a great idea. That's a good one. Drunken paintball. Yeah. Master Chief would whoop the shit out of everybody, though. Oh man, you know, being, nah, being a train gets that three wise men <laughs> shot being, in him. Being a trained Spartan, well, then he'd end up killing somebody just because you know <laughs> it's the, the whole muscle memory thing. Yeah. Like you know, someone jumps out at him, and he does the uh, the old sword attack. Just they lay him in the face. Yeah, just because that's what he's trained to do. Yeah, uh, you're right. He would kill somebody. Yeah, he probably would. Just make sure it's the person that everyone's like meh to. Yeah, that's always there. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> yeah, it's that guy. I hear you. Okay. Uh, on Twitter, we asked what were people playing this past weekend. Mike in Minnesota says Metro 2033 and Pro Evo Soccer 2015, which has gotten great reviews, by the way. Yeah, I've heard it's a like a recovery for the series, kind of. Kind of want to get it. Yeah. Do you think you play it? Not right now. No, nah, next there's year. a lot. Right, early next year maybe. Uh, when there's a lull in January. Mid next year, summer, summer game. Okay, to play before f- the new FIFA comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. Gotcha. Uh, Metro is a game I want to go back to. I want to play that. Play that through that series again. I really like Metro. Metro twenty thirty three was was good. I had issues with it only because of the the save issue I had. Uh, it was an awesome game, but I had trouble with the saving. And, and Metro Last Light was awesome. So that's the series I want to want to go back and play. Uh, and then Idaho Jake says, Dust, Call of Duty, and Assassin's Creed Unity. He rage quit Assassin's Creed Unity. Did he? Yeah. Okay. He said what, what, uh, they took a step forward with the uh, getting up and down buildings mm-hmm. easier. And they took steps backwards with the uh, combat controls. Okay. So combat was what got him? Yeah, I guess. Okay. <laughs> that game. Rough stuff. Uh, he said he likes Dust, though. I did talk to him briefly about Dust. Dust is a great game. i got to end up beating it. Yeah, yeah, you're probably pretty close. You just got to finish yeah, it off. You don't have to. I want to. I really liked it. All right. Uh, Ryan in Iowa says, going to do some hockey talk on this upcoming episode, starting with the crazy week the Rangers and Pens had. I uh, talked about that during our weeks. Oh, Ryan. Ryan in uh, Michigan says he's still playing Skyrim. Yeah, that was his answer to something. Uh, it was probably what we played this past no, weekend. No, it wasn't. It was to what I put up just before we started. What was it? 
I think I asked if anybody bought any of the new games oh. this week, which Valerie actually put a late one in. Uh, her and Ryan got Little Big, uh, Planet. Little Big Planet 3. Let us know how the co-op is. We've heard it's not great. Yeah, which is disappointing. Yeah, because uh, that's why I wanted to get it is for yeah. co-op with the wife. Uh, let us know what you, what, you know, what your experience uh, with, with Little Big Planet is for, for co-op. Um, Skyrim's still a great game. Did you download my my Skyrim? Oh, because I've got the the legend. I'm going to buy that during the sale. Oh, good call. Um, yep. Plays great on a computer. All the mods. You yep. got the list, right? I have a list. Okay. There's some good ones out there. Uh, Ryan and I was on Facebook says I suggest you watch the movie The Europa Report. Perfect for Dan or Corey and stars. Charlotte Copley of District Nine and Elysium fame. Strong recommend from me to you all. Thanks, fellas, Ryan and Iowa. That was from last week also. Okay. Corey, did you see the Europa Report? I have seen the Europa Report. What do you think? It's pretty good. What's it about? It's um, it's it's like it's sort of done in the fake documentary style. Mm. Uh, and they go to, I guess it's Europa. It's kind of like a horror story, too. The moon? Yeah. So the that- Ju- Jupiter, man? Yeah, it's the moon of Jupiter. So it has aliens. Does it have aliens on it? I don't remember if they if they actually ever show. Well, I don't want to spoil it. It's like a it's like a um, kind of like a sunshine kind of thing. A lot of scary stuff going on behind the scenes. Okay, I like that. Yeah, that, that would it, be cool. I mean, it has enough of that space spacey porn stuff. That's good. Yeah, I like space porn. Um, yeah, because Europa is is the most likely candidate for life in our solar system because there's mm-hmm. there's liquid oceans underneath ice crust. So they think if there's any 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 form of geothermal heat coming from the the core of the planet, which they think is likely because of the intensity of Jupiter's gravity, um, that there there could very well be life down there. We actually have a planet where we, I think NASA has a, they're building a. Uh, unmanned, obviously, thing to go drill through the ice and go down to the water. They're working on it now. Nice. I think it's supposed to launch in like 2022 or something like that. Well, hey, we found carbon on that comet. Yeah. Yeah. Some organic materials. There's life right there. Yep. On a comet. Uh, a huge ice ball whipping through space. I want aliens. Me too. Uh, real quick, Jake had an answer for question of the week also. Oh, we got in Jake. In the chat, he said, I would try to do a normal party because his life was so crazy. Uh, we would drink tons of alcohol, play video games, and have some candies. <laughs> FYI, all the strippers would have candy names. <laughs> I like it. Have T- some candies. Tootsie Roll. Do you get it, Will? No, I don't. <laughs> uh, That's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. You don't want to trigger Master Chief's PTSD. You know? No, definitely not. That would be terrifying. No, because they're they're like superhuman strength too. They're they're all genetically engineered. Run fast. It sounds like yeah. whatever way you go, there's a risk of being killed. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You don't you don't want to mess mess. <laughs> Even playing video games, like yeah. he, he, you know the, the if you're playing a shooter, don't pull. Well, you couldn't play Master Chief Collection with him. No, it doesn't work. Still, I wonder how he would feel about that. He'd be disappointed. <laughs> Livid. That's like if they made a game about my life and it was fun to play. That would be <laughs> such a disappointment. Uh, oh, my God. That's funny. But anyway, uh, 
I think that's everything, right? Yeah, sure. I think Ish. so. Hopefully, I didn't miss anything this week. Yeah, if you if if you if we miss something, just let us know. We'll we'll read it next week. Uh, well, let's stick a fork in her, shall we? Yeah. Next week's episode, we're probably going to record either Monday or Tuesday. Early turn. Um, yeah. Uh, it's going to be Far Cry 4 and Smash Brothers. But we'll do the live stream, obviously, when we record. But I probably won't put it up until Wednesday. Um, so there's that. Just just to keep the release schedule a little closer to normal. Um yeah, like I said, Far Cry 4 and Smash. I figure we don't need a lot of time with Smash because, you know, we kind of know what, what we're going into with Smash, and I think we'll all probably play quite a bit over the weekend. So hopefully together a little bit if we can. Jesus, I hope so. You'd think at least a few hours. I've got three days off. Right. I'll think about Maybe it. I'll sneak in some Smash. If Will can drag his hindquarters out of bed. Oh, that's true. Well, there's... Will's supposed to be there's, coming to see me this weekend, I thought. There's a chance for that, yes. Yeah, I'm coming with him. All right. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I am looking into that, right? Like, tomorrow, actually, I will. And I'm thinking about looking into it. Nice. All right, well, that'll do it for episode 174 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Well, I'm Corey. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. Black